Hear ye, and get ye hype, for tonight's harrowing adventure takes place in the accursed land of Strahd. But fret ye not, though, as our tale is sure to have moments of levity, provided by our all-star role players, and led by our story dungeon master, Cody J. Hay. Truly, from the bottom of all our hearts, we thank you for tuning in to Live and Let's Dice. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am your illustrious Dungeon Master, Cody J. Hay. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Happy to have you in stream. Uh, of course, I'm always joined by my friends, Ozal the Wise, played by Zach. Yo. Burn Donbringer, played by Dean. What up? Stolos, played by Deanie. Welcome back, everyone. DM Cody, because I'm next on the... I'm just kidding, I already introduced myself. Marius Rodari, played by Max. Good evening, everyone. And the return of our new dragonborn, Calamban, played by Mark. Oh, thanks for having me here, guys, again. I thought I would be put down after the last one, but I'm ready. I'm ready. He lives on, indeed. Uh, Zach, you have kindly and graciously uh, voluntold to uh, <laughs> give us a recap. How dare you? Yeah, so we had a great session last session. We started off in the midst of the um, chaos from the break-in into the... Uh, uh, Cody, remind me, what is, what is it called? It's like the Church of the Sun God, I believe is what it's called. It is the... Uh, it's the Church of St. Andrews that has been taken yes, over yes, by yes, 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 the yes, yes. Inquisition of the Smiling God. Yes. yes. So, uh, last episode, we started off in the midst of the chaos. There's fire and, and brimstone, basically. just this, The whole city's a mess. Um, I started the game by grabbing a bucket of water and pitching into the Bucket Brigade. And uh, Dean, who was still at the heels of the Grand Inquisitor... Uh, saw our good friend, our new friend rather, Calamban, starting like a slave uprising and decided to partake. Fi sorry, fire spray, thank you. A fire spray uprising. And uh, Dean attacked the Inquisitor. He then summoned a bunch of his goons to the scene. Um, we received a message from Marius that we were greatly outnumbered as more guards were coming throughout the city. Uh, I used Minor Illusion to uh, imitate the sound of the the battle horn across the city to divert the guards from us. And uh, we were able to get to the inn fairly unscathed, uh, though we realized we had to skip town because we obviously, you know, probably not the greatest loved people in the town right now, especially Dean and Calamban. So uh, we got the fuck out of the town and uh, we decided to do one of our quests, uh, which was given to us by the uh, innkeeper at the Blue Water Inn, which was go to the Wizards of the Wine Tavern uh, to retrieve their order of wine. On the way, we found Van Richten's castle, and I was electrocuted, and we decided to come back to it later because we had a job to do. Uh, when we got to the Wizards of the Wine uh, winery, it was real spooky, and some Italian godfather music started playing, and uh, we were attacked <laughs> by druids and tree blights, and a big tree blight. I don't know actually what it was called, but it was like a big tree. And uh, Dean 
probably got the worst of it. He was uh, taking death saving throws, uh, but we were able to rally as a team and and get Dean back up and kill the tree tree monster, which is what we're looking at here. So it was it was a really fun episode. It's probably probably one of our most exciting, I think. Probably too much fun. Uh, after we killed the tree, we all got some great loot. So Stolas got a really cool stick. I got some spell scrolls. Uh, and then Caliban and Dean, I think, got some like magical elixirs or potions. And uh, that's where we're at right now. It is, in fact, where you are at. But let's take a second and rewind the clock. <laughs> I know. Who needs Zach's Foley work on the back end, which I am grateful for. Don't get me wrong. The the audio edits sound amazing. Shout out to Zach. John. But uh, Max. Oh, Max and Mark is going to really mess Cody up. I'm sorry ahead of time. Well, Marius and Caliban? A little bit easier. Well, yeah, well, that's true. At the table. <clears throat> yeah, Mark's not on the table. Yeah, oh, wrong map. Gosh dang it. Uh, Mark, Town check Facebook Blocky. Messenger, please. Marius, you are at the Blue Water Inn. You have just arrived carrying a an unconscious Tyrus who has taken extra damage. You escaped off the roof of St. Andrew's Church. Uh, the party has been split, and you arrive inside the Blue Water Inn. What is it that you do? Well, I would have been arriving here invisible, correct? Uh, yes. So, flying towards the, uh, place, is there an addict or so, of some sort that I can see? Uh, roll me a perception check as you carry this gentleman. In one moment, I will give you a perception. I'm natural 20, baby, wow. as the first roll of the night for a 28. Yes, there in fact is an attic. Drag I would fly into that point since uh, Thoris is a wanted man. And try and see if I could enter into this attic through the outside. Boom. Yes, there's a, <clears throat> a small open hole. Uh, um, oh gosh dang it. That you see said? in the attic. Uh, as you penetrate that hole at a downward angle with your new wings, uh, you are able to safely land inside the barn, actually. Uh, there's tufts of hay and just a flocks of ravens come flying out <laughs> as you do that, as the sounds of battle uh, end. Now, I've put Ozal here for the viewers. He's not actually there. Just as a heads up. Well, what do you do? I will uh, cover him with a bit of hay. Ensure that he is breathing and not in stable in condition. And at which point I think I will need to uh, go and speak to one of the innkeepers. Yes. Do you fly back out through the roof or what do you do? Uh, I would go down the ladder and then just walk out of the barn. But how, is the invisibility still there or does it fade? Uh, it lasts for like another 10 minutes until Ozal begins to do some other things with spells that you do not know about, unfortunately, because you're too far away, uh, as it fades as you enter into the bar. Perfect. 
yeah, so I'd wait for it then in the barn to fade and then walk to the bar. Perfect. Yeah, uh, 15, 20 minutes go by uh, as you enter. Uh, you attempt to come in through the side door, I'm assuming, down here. Where is my portrait? Uh, you scroll all the yes, way down. If that's, yeah, if that's the main entrance, I could go through there. Okay, uh, that is not. It's a side door closest to the barn that you could get to, which is currently locked. I'd, I'd go to the front door then. Oh, okay. Because that's so what I I'll know. take you around to the front door. Uh, it is also currently locked as the town goes into lockdown. Hmm. Well, then what about uh, the upper floors, which I have uh, a key to? You do. You can go up there to your rooms if you want to. Yes, I would I would like to try and enter the the end through there then. Okay. You enter in through there. Uh there's a long hallway uh that you're accustomed with with the three doors. The your door is at the end of the hallway. Uh and then you can see the tavern down below, which you could whoop, pop into if you wanted to. Is there anyone down there? Uh yeah, as you peer over from the veranda. Uh, you can see that there are a couple commoners kind of milling around, and they are pushing furniture up against the door. Uh, and they, the Mardikoff family seems to be kind of running around, securing entrances uh, to the Blue Water in itself. I'll uh, lock the door here, then, to secure it for them. Okay, you lock the upper floors. Then, uh... What is going on? Why is everyone on lockdown? The city uh, is going crazy out there. Erwin looks up at you and he kind of motions you down. And he's like, we need a hand. Start barring the doors. He's like, I don't know what's popping off, but stuff's getting crazy out there. Well, I'll, uh, I can secure up here then since I'm already up. But uh, give me a moment and I'll descend down. Perfect, yeah. You vault the rail and Batman your way down. Yep. Um, while you are doing that, uh, you can hear the call that is to arms uh, as the town begins to absolutely just start going nuts. Um, guards are being rallied. There's some sort of discord. Um, and then there is a sharp knock on the door. Uh, and you hear the words, nobility, open up. Um, Mardikoff looks at you and kind of shrugs and begins to walk over towards the door. I will stand there and look. Okay. Erwin opens the door to let in a younger looking gentleman, uh, who enters. Over here. Uh, and he <laughs> bows to this gentleman. He says, ah, oh, Lord Von Holtz, welcome. Um, they begin, like, rebarring the door and piling things back up. He's like, now is not the best of times. Your standard room we have on order, should you want it, sir. And he just kind of looks around the bar at the, you know, one or so patrons and the kids running around. Uh, and Danica in the back, who is kind of scrambling um, as you hear the checks of secure going off through the, the room and he's like, I will take a glass of wine and sits at a, an adjoining table. Uh, Irwin looking a little bit shaken kind of goes behind the bar 
and uh, goes and gets him some wine. Specifically, the most expensive wine they have, which is... Viewers, anyone? The Red that... Dragon Crushed Wine. Yes, sir! Excellent. Uh, and begins to pour him wine. Uh, he looks at you, Marius, and he says, Curious, I have never seen one such as you. Join me for a drink. And he kind of uh, slides his foot under one of the, the seats and gives it a small, swift kick with his foot, and it does a full spin and comes out about two feet, uh, inviting you to the table. And he points, holds up another finger, uh, for two total fingers for wine, to Erwin, who pours two glasses of wine as he invites you to sit down. Well, the times might not be the best. I am never one to turn down free wine. I will go and take a seat. Yeah. He says, so... What brings you to Velaki? I am exploring the land. Just recently here. What is your name? I am Lord Von Seely Von Holtz. I have holdings in this territory, and I specialize in the finer things of life. Uh, you can see he's very well dressed. He's got like this crushed black velvet uh, robe. Um, some layers of white and red. He kind of has a large uh, ruby brooch hanging off of him, ruby cufflinks. Uh, you know, his hair is well coiffed. Um, just kind of stinks of nobility across the board. I am and, uh, Marius Rubari, a uh, ah, priest. Interesting. We had a priest in town for a while. Don't know where he went, but he was in town for a while. Do you have anything to do with what's going on outside? No, I was wondering if you could tell me what was going on. Perhaps we could go for a walk. Uh, he picks up his glass of wine, kind of swirling it, and uh, gestures to the door. And he says, will you join me? I don't think we should be outside if everyone's locking the doors. Oh, it's fine. I'm great friends with the Baron. The guard know who I am. We have nothing to fear. I walk freely in this town. Besides, what's, you know, a, a gentleman such of my stature never gets to see quite the row. Could be fun to watch. I uh, look over towards Martikov to see what his expression is about this man and his invitation. He kind of shrugs, like nonchalant. Uh, give me an insight check. Hey, 16. Okay. 16. You get the feeling that it is a, well, it would kind of be rude not to go with him situation, but at the same time, like, nothing good comes from nobility, as he's kind of said before. Well, lead the way then, and uh, do not worry about carrying the wine. I have another bottle we can share along the walk. Perfect. Uh, he looks <laughs> over to Erwin, who sighs heavily and begins to unbarricade the door for the third time. Zach, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so shout out to the people watching. We got Toy Mafia. We have Tukatri, Brenton. Uh, we also have... Uh... Dina, can you read this name for me? I know it's one of your friends. I don't want to mispronounce it. Abdulia. 
Abdulio. We also have uh, this fucking guy, Cody. God, I love this oh. group. That DM is sexy. Uh, and sexy. Paul Schreiber, thank you guys for watching. Appreciate you guys tuning in tonight. Uh, yeah, he essentially takes you on a long walk through the streets, and there is absolute utter chaos happening. Um, you can see that the town guard are being organized, and he's almost more or less leading you to the north gate towards the um, uh, Lake Zarevich. Let me pull up the big map here. Oh, one, one moment before we uh, go too far. Uh, I need to speak to Mr. Mordekov. Of course. Uh, as Mr. Mordekov is getting ready to close the door behind us, I will whisper something to him. And be quiet about it. Okay. Uh, our friend Taurus, he is uh, wounded and stored back in your barn. Please keep an eye on him for a, for a bit while I go and figure out what is going on with the rest of my friends. Uh, Erwin I nods will, and uh, snaps I will, uh, at one of his children. At which point, I will produce and slip him a small gem that I was given. Uh, I'll provide him an a emerald piece that I have on my inventory. Hey. Hey, hey. Perfect. And yeah, then I will continue to, to walk up and follow Vasily on Colts. Yeah. He takes you north, uh, kind of away from the action as the hill begins to rise, kind of coming up. Uh, the center of the town itself is more or less in a valley uh, that gradually slopes up, getting higher on each end. Um, not by a lot of elevation, but enough that you can kind of see more parts of the city. Uh, as you're doing that, the full contingent of guards just kind of goes running past you, and he uh, graciously steps out of the way as they slosh through the rain and mud. Uh, as the call of two arms goes up, you also see multiple fires going off and then fireworks. Uh, there's a loud booming noise uh, as you are led north uh, to the gates themselves. And he uh, gestures to you and he says, take a walk out of the city with me. Where are we going? Just to stroll to stretch my legs. Should we be helping the people here? The people will be fine. The town guard are here. They have their new guardians, as he gestures to one of the cloaked figures uh, with the white mask on that is rushing towards the city center. What do you wish to show me? We have much to speak of, Marius Rodari. And I wish to I do it somewhere that is not so public. I would like to insight him at that point. Yeah, go ahead. 23. 23. Uh, he is being extremely transparent with you. For just the barest moment, you could swear his face looks super familiar. Ooh, like, I think eerily I know familiar. Hmm. Have we this met is... somewhere before? Are you... Oh, question, actually, as the Dungeon Master, because I don't remember. We've talked about it a couple times. But did you accept your gift from Strahd? Like, I have not. I have, I have been holding on to it for quite some time. I have never used it or donned it. It is still is wrapped it? within a claw in my pack. Ah. 
He uh, he nods and then taps his ruby once, and it's almost like uh, like a wave happens. The entirety of his body shifts just just the barest amount. The clothes change and then ripple back to what they normally were. As you see the visage of Strahd, uh, and he looks at you and he says, "I mean you no harm, merely questions. Indulge me." And he gestures to the gate. Is he being truthful with me? He is a hundred percent being truthful. Well, I, you've already singled me out. I don't think I have much choice at this point. Perfect. <laughs> he chuckles. Uh, and in the guise of Vincili, still walks through the gate. I will continue to follow him. Uh, he will take you kind of northeast into the, the fields. Um not too far from the city to make you super uncomfortable, but not, you know, far enough that if he wanted to kill you, he could, right? Kind of that weird power dynamic that, that Strahd has. Um, give me one more insight check, just just for my own shits and giggles. Sure thing. I will roll once more. Hey, 21! I'm rolling well tonight. Yeah, there's some fireworks that happen uh, further to the southeast, uh, and you see a large form hop over the gate and dash into the woods. Uh, it looked like someone maybe on horseback. You couldn't tell from this far, but uh, definitely someone headed east. Uh, he hands you a piece of paper and then a second one, and he says, uh, he, he totally drops his visage uh, of Vincili and simply stands before you as Strahd. He says, this, this form is my walking about form. Something to indulge my own pleasures. Now, look at these parchments as he hands them to you. And he, uh, he unfurls both and hands them to you. Uh, they are official seals for taxes of the town. What do you see? I look upon the paper. Is it in a language that I understand? It's in common. What does it say? Uh, essentially, they are taxes? both... Uh, yeah, they're both taxes uh, from Lord Strahd. So the one on the left uh, is a very neat, tight script that is ancient in a way that like, you would see in old books. Uh, a practice hand of someone who's been writing for hundreds of years. Uh, or maybe like an older style. The one on the right is just slightly off, uh, almost as if it was a forgery. And essentially it is talking about the town's taxes, how each year they are to be gathered and taken and dropped off at Castle Ravenloft. Um, but as you get to the bottom where the Burgermaster has signed this agreement, um, acknowledging that they owe taxes to Strahd, the signatures are extremely off. And I'm just going to use your 21 insight here and just kind of roll with it. Essentially, what was a very extravagant flowing hand of the Baron has changed to be a little bit more scratchy. And you can actually make out what looks like poor pin strokes, as if the person ran out of ink. But not quite. Almost as if the hand that was tracing it had something sharp on it. Uh, as you can make out the actual pin blot of the, you know, the large ballpoint, or not ballpoint, but... Uh, like tipped calligraphy pins, and then above it, something sharp that almost traced along with it as if it was rubbing across the paper. Yes, he just so kind they, of continues to stare at them. They do not match. 
He says, interesting, because I collect taxes every year and I have not been paid. Have you? Why do you ask me about this? Would you not just speak to your burgomaster? I could, but he has refused my invitations. And when I have tried to go see him, he has not been in his home. He does not smell the same. He has been able to conceal himself from me somehow. Take a look and solve my problem. Who knows? You might even help the people of this unfortunate village. That is what you're about, is it not, Marius? That it is. But what would you do to, to this man and not to condemn someone else? Well, best you find him before I do. Uh, he turns into a gigantic bat and flies off. <laughs> Does he leave the papers? Yes. I'll gather them up and uh, put them in my, my map case. Okay. Uh, by this time, uh, you guys have walked and talked. You have um, gotten to a point to where enough time has passed that night is now starting to set because uh, it was already getting close to evening and now it's dark out. Um, the gates have been closed. Lots of the fires have been put out. There's still one or two that are still kind of burning. What do you do now? I am locked out. Uh, you don't know that for sure, but, you know, it's Barovia at night. And if you've learned anything from most of the towns, you know that at least the gates are locked. And if it's had a lockdown, you know, you presume they are locked. Yeah, what is the commotion with the north gate after that creature jumped over it? Uh, that would have been the east gate. So that would have been further oh. off, Zach, if you zoom out. I have oh, you're good. Yeah. Uh, keep going... It would have been right about here then. from you where you saw it jump over the gate itself and into the woods. And that would have oh. been 20 minutes ago. Like, I'm sorry, oh, but I, I can't let this go. I have to say something. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be the coolest thing in the world to be able to end a conversation like that? <laughs> <laughs> Just like turn into a bat and fly <laughs> off. <laughs> It's a real Batman. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. That's no, awesome. No, no, not that bad. Uh, I'll go back to the North Gate and try and proceed back to the Blue Water Inn. Yeah. Uh, I'm, the guards are shitheads. The town is on lockdown. I just passed through here like not ten minutes ago. The guard shrugs. It's not my problem. It's dark. We're having issues. We're short-staffed. You think I want to be out here at the bleeding North Gate this time of night? I should have been home to my wife Rosie, but no. Where am I? I'm standing at the North Gate. So guess what? If I'm inconvenienced, you're inconvenienced. He spits at you. Wow. Come now, friend. Maybe a bit of wine will help uh, ease you? your troubles. As I'll uh, try and persuade him. You have wine, eh? What kind? Uh, only the best. It is uh, traveling wine, as I roll a 20 on my persuasion check. <laughs> uh, he looks at you and looks at the wine. He's like, you know, there's a wine shortage going around, right? The whole town's stocking up their bottles. 
Uh, what's a glass between friends, eh? A glass? You offered me a bottle. I mean, I'm drinking it now myself. <laughs> uh, he takes it, takes a big, just fat drag off the bottle itself, uh, and, like, hands it back to you, and it's, like, it's kind of grungy. You know, he's got that medieval funk going on where they don't shower. Because, uh, you know, health reasons. It's helpful only to shower once a year. Uh, hands it back to you, and it's kind of slimy and gross. And he's like, all right, Gypsy. And he kind of opens the gate and lets you in. Thank you. Like, but if you and tell then... anyone, it's my head, eh? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he chuckles. You're not so bad, eh? He kind of yeah. waves you off. He's like, get, get to where you're going. Town's on lockdown. Inquisition's making rounds. I'd suggest you get somewhere far away. Somewhere quiet. I will. Thank you. Okay. What was your name f- again? I didn't give mine. But good. it's Raymond. Well, thank you. Uh, I mean, I will <laughs> you say you good, know. and he like gets half of Raymond out, and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get on with you. Bleeding, trying to leave the gates. <laughs> Just waves you off down the street. Marius, how do you proceed? As you can see, torches moving through the actual main roads themselves. Uh, essentially, what's happening is they're going door to door with a small contingent of guards and at least one or two inquisitors per house, and essentially are doing checks. Uh, they want to know who these criminals are, why they started destroying the town, why they blew up part of the church, uh, how the the you know. Grand Inquisitor was wounded, like, word has spread, and the town is now becoming section-by-section lockdown. Uh, I will try and make my way back through, uh, taking the side paths here back to the Blue Walter Inn. Yeah. Uh, Are you being stealthy? Are you flying? Are you just walking on the road? I would like to try and be stealthy, but I am not very good at it, so we we shall see how I do. All right, yeah, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Ooh, 15. Ooh, Uh, Not too bad, because they are kind of preoccupied. Uh, You're not on the main road. You're off. You're able to make it halfway there. Give me one more stealth check if you're still walking. I will. One more. A 12. A 12, yeah, same thing. You were looking for above 10. Uh, You arrive back at the Blue Water Inn. Well, uh... Take the entrance that I did before and uh, go through the upstairs. Okay. You are back in the secret area that you you found through the hayloft. Uh, no, 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 no. The, oh. the, the upstairs. Oh, yes. I got you. Boop. Okay. Yeah, you're back in the main mm-hmm. hallway. And uh, how do you proceed? Well, relock my door. Uh, there, and then take a look downstairs. Is there any guards, city guard inside? There is not. Uh, there uh, are no commoners in the tavern room. The only person you can see is Erwin, who looks up as you come in. I'll wink towards Erwin. Uh, he like looks around, just one more scan of the bar, and he's like, they already left. They're gone. Perfect. Can I uh, trust you to keep a watch on our friend for a bit? He nods. I will need to go and find my friends at some point. 
They headed out to the Wicked Wine Winery. They figured it was they safer are... to leave town than it was to stay in town. Ah, so I, I missed them as well, did I? Correct. Well, shoot. I will uh, go into my room, grab my gear, and then uh, I will need to catch up to them. Okay. Uh, you, you take off on Silent Wings of Night as you head out uh, approximately half a day behind your group. Sounds good. Which brings Hopefully us... I can catch up with oh, yes. That should not be an issue. Back to the Wizards of Wine Winery. It was all. Uh, I'm sorry. <sighs> not a silly Cody. Calamban, you have just felled this giant tree. Wait, I killed the tree. <laughs> what the Did fuck? Did you? Yes. I'm Are pretty you sure? sure I killed the tree, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure the barbarian's standing the closest to it. You wouldn't steal a kill from another player. That's I've never done that, but there's a first time for everything. That's true. Yeah, I, I can't accuse of that. Uh, Shout out to the nine people watching. Equan, Roger, thanks for joining us. Oh, Equan, I love you. Yeah, I killed it with... Uh, is it a fire blast, fireball, or lightning bolt? I'm, I'm teasing you. Remember, I rolled really good. You I'm rolled sorry. really good. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Roll played really good too. You did. Uh, Ozal, uh, there is a break in this fight. No more tree bites are spawning. This uh, large tree is essentially just splintered in the middle. There's a large hole, and it's actually seeping out what looks like human-like blood. Ew. Hi, Gigi. Um, Hi, Gigi just oozing everywhere on the ground as it has slumped over its roots still partially sticking in the ground some of them uprooted there's a large divot what do you do uh i'm gonna walk towards burn now that there's a break in the fighting burn my boy you seem to have taken quite a hit there <clears throat> nothing i can't handle thanks for helping me up no problem trundle was my quite the are... uh Trundle, Trundle was quite the battle ass there. I think you would have been quite proud of him. He's my son. Wow. He must be protected. Um, now that I know that burns up, Cody, I want to walk to the north, the northern side of the building. Um, I need to check on that fire that we started. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's rapidly spreading but it's raining so it's uh oh sorry it's raining still yes uh night has fallen it's dark give me a perception check sure uh oh jesus a five five something is coming through the clouds at you very quickly oh um can you describe what's coming through the clouds at you see, as through the rain, as you, you peer with your old man eyes, your old man wizard eyes, there's clouds, there's a huge strike of lightning that hits not too far off, illuminating Cody. something with large wings. What? That's old snake eyes. How oh, dare you? Right. You're right. How dare you, motherfucker? It's old snake eyes. Oh, boy. Super sneaky. Just sleuthing. Uh, but it's hard to make out what it is. It's a sneaky little snake. Okay. Um, am, am, snake. I, am I... Am um, I... 
worried about what I'm seeing? Or no, not yet. Like, can you describe how far it is? Like, a mile away? Miles away? Feet away? Uh, it's, you know, five, six hundred yards away in the sky. With the clouds okay. and the rain. You rolled a five, but that's all I can give you. Okay. Uh, but I, you have some forewarning for whatever is coming on these demonic wings of night. Okay, I'll cast uh, Mage Armor. Okay. Uh, Mage Armor is uh, a duration of eight hours. A willing creature who is not wearing armor. Uh, wow, that this writing is so wrong. You touch a willing creature who isn't wearing armor, and a protective magical force surrounds it until the spell ends. The target's base AC becomes 13, plus its dexterity modifier, in which case my... Uh, dex modifier is 1, so I've become armor class 14 from 11. And uh, I'll shout to uh, Burn and Caliban and Stolas. Something is approaching. And uh, I'll call them over. Okay. There's Stolas. something that has wings. Some thing. God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Uh, Max, is that in where in token settings? I don't see it. So it's going to be one of the uh, three buttons on the right. You can tell it to be C whenever you're in the token settings for Kalimban. Above, over, below, compact. Uh. Are any of my friends going to move their tokens next to me, or am I going to solo this thing? Oh. Yeah, I'll meet okay. you over there. Caliban's ready to steadfast. He's ready to back up his brothers. Yeah. Come over here, Caliban. There you go, Max. You should have control over that if you want to. Uh, um... And your trestle. I assume that uh, burn you you mount your battle ass. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Get the fucking shit out of that ass! The fuck out of here! Wow! Mounts it so hard. Uh, Max, while I have you on the horn, give me a dexterity saving throw. A dexterity saving throw. Yes, sir. As you are flying in heavy armor through the clouds towards your friends. 15. Ozal, lightning strikes 100 feet off, illuminating this demonic figure flying through the sky as it does a perfect loop-de-loop and three-point lands in front of the group. Pulling up his goggles, his red armor, soaking wet, wings furled, you see Marius. He's a demon? Well, you don't know. It's nighttime, and it's scary, and you rolled a five, son. Well, I have light, though, so I can see. I mean, you can see him now that he's landed. Is he a demon, though? No, he's not. It's Marius. Master Rudari, we've missed you. (sighs) What? Why do you guys walk so fast? It took me forever to catch up. Jeez, I need to sit down. Hold on. Trundle looks twice as jacked as last time you saw him. What does I miss? Oh yeah, I can pull it up. Oh. <laughs> we had uh, help in getting here so quickly. We have 
magical steeds and trundle has become quite the battle ass since you've seen him. So I can tell. Um, now that we know that Marius is not here to kill us. How would you I like will to proceed? Stand at yeah. ease. Uh, Cody, is there um, the body of the druid somewhere in this area? Uh, yeah, she's over here. I pulled her onto the GM layer, but uh, okay. I, can, I can put her back. Uh, can I check her body for anything, like weapons or loot or anything like that? Yeah, uh, that's actually really interesting that you would do that. You walk over and take a look at this, <laughs> what is now charred <laughs> from your lightning bolt. Uh, <laughs> body of this druid um, she's covered in mud uh, has you know very loincloth ask all of her armor is very much natural elements that has been kind of pieced together and either fused with her skin melded with her skin or somehow magically um, put there uh, which is now the magic has been released because she's dead so it's kind of sloughing off into the ground uh, as you dig through part of her ashes and guts, you don't really find anything. Is there uh, anything that has survived the attack that we can... Because this is the second time we've been attacked by druids, so... Like, is this like anything we can prove that we've been attacked so we can... I, I feel like this is like a problem in this area? Or is, this, is it well known that druids are like... Just roaming this... It's well known woods? that everything in this world wants to kill us, so... Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, can I, um, is this a door here? Uh, yes, that is stairs, uh, that leads into a workshop. Oh, where's the, where would the front door of this winery be? Like, sort of like uh, the entrance. Two places you could go. You could come over here towards the veranda, uh, where there is like some outdoor barrels for wine pressing. Uh -huh. um, or grape pressing. There's some doors there that you have not, you kind of have walked past them, you haven't seen them, or you could head in straight through the actual uh, open bay of the uh, um, loading dock. One moment. Who, who is this new man that is traveling with us? I was going to say, uh, he, is no, he is no man. This he is a new friend lizard man. <laughs> I am a dragonborn. I am a yeah, warrior. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Do you have a name, dragonborn? Caliban. I am uh, I am, I am a uh, warrior who, uh, who uh, changed his path. He, he's been through some shit. He's seen a lot, and uh, he's ready to band with his new brothers. Ready to uh, ready to fight the uh, uh, the end, like the the mother the bad motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm looking at a lot of papers right now. I'm sorry. You're great, breaker of it's chains. It's old twenty. What are you still doing on papers? Yeah. Yeah, I freed slaves. Yeah, I am the breaker of chains. I'm sorry, fire sprays. I was raised by wolves. I have papers that I need to pull out. He is a friend, Marius. Yes. He has joined us during the uh, chaos. I am a brother. In the city. He's also Ooh. holding this super ornate axe that has these three wolf heads on it that kind of gives off this really cool aura. But 
that's besides the point. Um, Speaking of uh, the chaos that was before, I had a uh, very interesting conversation with someone uh, while all of that was going on. Was she cute? Um, no. <laughs> she, she was not a she. It was a he. Oh. And uh, it Count Strahd approached me uh, during the chaos to speak. And he's curious about ta tax information not being delivered to him. Um, did you he tell provided him taxation is theft? I did not, as I was on my own, and chose wisely to uh, keep my head. That seems like Speaking burn, of keeping my head, you guys, you guys all look quite wounded. Do you need some healing? More than you know, my friends. We, we we've, could... seen, we've seen some shit. Marius, no are you exhausted as well? We could, we could rest for a bit before we investigate the winery. I don't think we should take long, but uh, based on what I see laying around here, maybe we should just take a moment and allow me to heal you, and uh, then we can continue on. I do have a place we can rest that is quite Ooh. safe, and I'll point to the rope in my pack. It would only take us about an hour. Uh, it looks like we have a person stepping up to us. Oh my lord. Okay. Oh, this bitch. <laughs> In fact, Marius, you are correct. You see a male head stick around the oh. corner and then duck back. Show yourself. Let no yourself answer. be known. Nothing. No response. Nothing. Nope. Why are humans okay. like this? Uh, walk around the corner. <laughs> oh my god! Are you kidding me? Okay, so I guess they're going to continue to wrap around the corner. Was all they? You you round the corner and just barely catch the edge of them running behind the building. Can I see them or no? Like they're out of not from where you're at now. They have gone out of sight. They have ran this way. Okay. Well, I for one, I'm just gonna break inside this place. I don't even care. How how long will it does it take you to cast that rope trick spell? Because what I would like to do takes about ten minutes to cast. I would like to cast the prayer of healing, but I will need ten minutes. It takes me Still about six seconds. You... You enter into the loading dock. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, there are awesome. two closed doors in front of you, Stella. So which direction would you like to go? Six seconds. Uh, they're both closed. They are both closed. I, am I standing in front of one, or am I seeing something weird? Like, uh, yes, there's one here, and one here. Okay. Uh, I will go ahead and. After this one that's further down. Here. Here we go. Down here. Yeah. Boom. Okay. You enter as the door creaks. Uh, the inside is a stairwell. You can see another double set of doors, and as you kind of peek through, you can see barrels. 
Um, there seems to be some sort of roof. It's dark in here. There are no torches lit. Uh, and as you enter, you can see that there are these four huge barrels, an upper level um, that is kind of like an overhang. This is a work floor. It looks like they are doing um, wine making in here. This is like a fermenting room. Cool. Uh, is there anyone in here? No, it, it appears to be empty. There's a rich smell of fermentation that uh, you know fills the air in this large two-story chamber. Uh, which is dominated by four enormous wood casks, uh, hmm. each one eight foot tall wide, or eight foot wide and twelve feet tall. Uh, a wooden staircase in the center of the room climbs a ten foot high wooden balcony uh, that clings to the south wall, which has four windows inset into the balcony at that level. Stacked against each wall underneath the balcony are old empty barrels that are stamped with the wizards of wine burned into the side of them. The balcony climbs another five feet and continues along the west wall, ending at two doors to the winery's upper level. Ozo, you know some wizards of wine? <laughs> How dare you? What? You're a wizard? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and maybe it's just a name. go upstairs and try to figure out where all these people went that we were supposed to get the wine from. I'm under the impression they're probably, check. you know, perception. I guess we should yeah. start following her as she's going off on her own. He? Or he's going off on, he's going off on his own. <laughs> I caught myself. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, where are you? Here we go. Uh, perception. Nine. You don't see anything. Okay. Well, I'm going to continue on upstairs. That's right, where I want to go. When you get to the stop top of the stairs, if you would please stop for me there. And I'm gonna hop back to the other guys, okay? Cool. Cool. Um, Marius, you look around, you see Ozal heading off one direction uh, to the east. Stolos just is like, peace, goes straight into the, uh, the building all by her, himself. Um, Dawnbringer standing there with Cal and Ban, both looking worse for wear uh, as they Observe you. What do you do, Marius? Well, Zala, we need to go inside. Stolos is venturing on, on his own. We don't have time for children playing hide-and-seek. Do we know that it's a child? Or just a person? You don't know. Perhaps these don't may know. be the people that we're looking to meet. Well, if we haven't cleared this building, we should make sure that it's safe before Stolas gets himself in trouble. So, let's go. I'll proceed to walk into this uh, wagon's loading room and try and follow after him. All right, I'll put you there, Marius. Calban, you see this large angel man shouting orders. You walk in into the barrel maker's room. Uh, it's a large workshop. There's like wooden bands of strips kind of laying on the ground, pieces of plank woods used to assemble barrels. The most useful thing to you in here is a large wooden mallet, easily used for caving in heads. It speaks to you on a primal barbarian level. I see it. I'm starting to feel uh, some aggression. So I grab it, and I okay. want to see what's going on. So... So I grab, I mean, I grab it and I, I, I 
Do I have to break through the door? No, the door opens easily. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm coming in. Okay, go ahead and put yourself where you're going to be. Okay, where um, am I in there? You are right here, from what I can see. I see a lot of black screen. I'm sorry, am I in the wrong room? Mm, are you looking at roll 20? Can you not see? He doesn't have light. Oh. oh yeah. yeah, it's... If you trip, Marius, you hear <laughs> from an adjacent room uh, the clattering of boards as Caliban face plants uh, in the barrel maker room. Damn. <laughs> And then you hear cursing in, in a draconic language. <laughs> what a light a dingus! <laughs> you want to light a torch, bud? Yeah, because he can't see two feet in front of his face. He's too, uh, you know, cocked, rocked, and ready to unload. Oh, gosh dang it. Come on. Dynamic lighting. All right. Can you see now? Is there any wine in this room? There's no wine in this room, but there is definitely barrels made for wine in this room. Ah. Caliban's having a rough time. Yeah. Uh, there's a double set of doors. I'll stop you there. Ozol. Yes. Yo. Uh, your friends have entered into the building. Well, I guess we're just going to let these people run around outside. Okay, let's go in the building. You can move up to Marius, or you can follow Caliban through the set of stairs into the room that he is in, should you want to. I'll go with Caliban. I have light, so we'll be able to see. Uh, he's lighting a torch, and there is wood scattered across the floor. Um, it looks like he tripped. Burn. You are now outside by yourself. What do you do? Uh, Trundle, unfortunately, cannot come indoors, being the battle ass that he is. He is technically a large creature. He should look like... Uh, this, boop. But I don't like that look, so I put him as a five by five creature. <laughs> this <laughs> really looks really goofy. <laughs> yeah, looks, looks like a weenie dog. Dude, he was a stretch donkey, if you know what I'm saying. Like, it's a long boy. God damn, it's a long ass, bro. <laughs> Dude, it's a long ass day. So Trundle will probably just hang out outside, and he can patrol should you want him to. He can speak to you telepathically and communicate through emotions, being that he is your summoned steed. Okay. Uh, well, what do you do, Burn? I uh, tell Trundle have... that I love him dearly. Yonk! <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go inside and check on my kinfolk. Uh, he looks at you and then looks out to the vineyards, and he looks back at you, and then he's like, Hey, I'm hungry. What is it, boy? Oh. Yeah, me Can too. Can I go eat? You know what? Treat yourself. Cool. He uh, excitedly stomps around as he hops the fence and begins chowing on the uh, the vineyard. Just going at them grapes. You yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go inside with my friends. Okay. Do you follow Marius or Ozol? Uh, where are they? Uh, Marius has gone into the loading dock this direction, and Ozol has headed into the door. You can see kind of light streaming out through the open door as uh, uh, Callum Ben's torch has been lit. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out with Marius because he's my boy. 
Okay. And he's alone, I think. Everyone has he a partner is. except. Still lost. Back to your badass self. What you up to? Um. I yeah. I'm going upstairs. Okay. You go upstairs and see what you can see on your screen. Wait, where is it? Upstairs. Right here. Boop. Boop. Oh, there's not another, like, uh, I guess, layer on the map? There is, but you're not quite there yet. This is the top deck of the bottom floor, if that makes sense. There are more staircases that can take you further up, should you choose. Okay, yeah. Let me, um, where are those exactly? Uh, they will be located to your west or east from this direction. Oh, okay. Like, right here? Okay, I see it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Um, seems a little weird. But, yeah, I'm going to continue upstairs. Alright, go ahead and scroll up. I have put you up on the, the staircase. Oh, oops. Hold on one sec, I'll drag you. It's unusually quiet in this place. It is until you cross the stairs. Cody, can you move the truss somewhere we need to be? Because I'm yep, I can't I see you. anything and I'm lost. That's okay. I went up a layer. Uh, can I hear anything up here? <laughs> Give me a perception check. Okay. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Located north of you, you can hear uh, some twitching and writhing of what sounds like wet vines uh, and a hushed, whispered voice. Coming uh, from this direction. Can I understand this voice at all? Not quite. Alright, let me see if I... I I'm going to try to sneak over there. Yeah, give me that stealth, son. Yeah. 23. 23, yeah. Sneak about, like, I guess, like, right here-ish? Yeah, no problem at all. Uh, you can make out through the partially open door in front of you. There it looks like two of those vine creatures, but they little look a little bit meatier than the twig ones you've seen. You can also make out a druid doing something with, uh... Something in this room, but it's kind of hard to tell what it is. It's hard to tell what it is? Okay. Oh, what it's shit. doing, I mean. I see. Yeah, I'm definitely not going over here by myself. Okay. It is time to retreat. So I'll kind of right. sneak back towards the stairs. And you go down a layer? Yeah. Oh, I totally messed that map up. Gosh dang it. That's okay. We'll just pretend like that didn't happen. Alright. You're back down in the main area. Uh, Caliban and Ozol. Yes. I, I, heard a no I heard a noise through the door, so... I'm ready to I'm, rush in. Yeah. 
I'll go ahead and go out the building and uh, do we perceive where this noise is coming from? It sounded like an adjacent room. Okay, so um, I'll walk up to Burn and say, Burn, did you hear that noise? Um, I didn't really hear anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> Caliban said he heard a noise from the room from deeper in the, the building. I think we should investigate. Oh, my, stomach, my stomach is grumbling. Could it have been that? I don't think so. Hmm. Is sure? this door here uh, still open? Let's go through it. I'll walk through. Okay. Caliban, hurry. Caliban, do you proceed to the door to your left, or do you go back out and around and join your friends? I join my friends here. Okay, Marius, kick us off, dude. Is the uh, doorway blocked, or am I able to nope. move my token? It's open. No, I, I, wanted, I wanted to go to the left, not that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. Boom. Do I see Stolos in here? Uh, you do. Descending back down the staircase. Um, is it possible oh. for me to telepathically... Uh, oh, wait, no, he's, like, right there. I thought it was still I, on the uh, upper part. <laughs> I lied to you. You actually should be over here, Stolos. I'm sorry. Okay, cool. Uh, but yes, you can. You have a telepathic link. You can reach out and try and contact Marius through. Yeah, I'm definitely telling him right now about the druid upstairs. It's not safe. Uh, we might need to clean house, so to speak. <laughs> I hold my hand up behind me as like in a stopping motion. Pardon. You're told to stop. <clears throat> then I, I put the Marius. finger up to my lip, lips as a, a quiet. Shh. Oh. Sorry, my bad. I'll try and stealthily walk, walk along the edge here and see what I can see looking up at the rafters above. Uh, yeah, you look up and you don't really see anything uh, with your passive perception. Uh... You do hear closest Even to you, though. With actively looking, and I'll give you a stealth yep. roll as I'm trying to walk down that way. Um, a four. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like you. Down the hall. <laughs> well, two things happen. Um, one, no, you don't see anything. There's nothing to be seen, unfortunately, upstairs uh, as you're looking on both sides. Two, as you walk past this barrel you hear something kind of bubble and gurgle and swell as you can actually see the the this huge eight foot wide 12 foot tall barrel swell against itself as these iron bands are holding whatever's inside and then it stops uh nice sound effect um that was totally accidental but as you're doing <laughs> oh was it really <laughs> <laughs> i was drinking from my water bottle and i forgot to mute i love it it's perfect <laughs> it's amazing Welcome to our wonderful D&D podcast. Um, as you do that, Marius, uh, you accidentally kick a stray band on the floor from one of these barrels, and it goes clang, 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 clang across the floor. 
Full of a took. Sorry. Burn. Do you and see back anything? to utter silence. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll fly up then, and uh, rise myself up uh, up to the second floor. Oh, I see things. There are creatures up here. Are you yelling Perched. that, or are you telepathically saying that? Well, no, I'll speak it. Wow. Perched uh, near the windows and on the railings, there are series of ravens. I'll move you up as well so you can see. Or okay. your yeah. Tussum. Yeah, Tressum is fine. Are a series of ravens that all cock their head and look at you as you fly up. They're not attacking? They do not attack. Never mind, it's just a group of ravens. Is there anything going on with this barrel at the top? Now there's a kick and look inside. Not that one. However, this one... And, uh, which other one? My apologies. I did not realize that was the barrel you were speaking about. That's all right. Let me put a little marker on him. This one and this one's tops are ajar and slightly undulating. And I'm going to stop you there. Uh, Caliban, Ozol, and or Burn, anything you would like to do? Burn, how are you feeling after our last encounter? Uh, I'm a little bit woozy. <laughs> Perhaps Caliban <laughs> should take the lead here. Yeah, Caliban's hands are feeling restless. He, he, he hears a ruckus, and he hears uh, running up the stairs. So he's, he's following. Burn, get behind Caliban and myself. You're right, Ozo. We just met Caliban. If something happens... Yeah, he's... I'm just kidding. Yeah, I gotta... <laughs> okay, so I'll follow Caliban up the, up the stairs. Now, do, do, we I do we observe the, the bubbling... Um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. you can see Marius floating above you, uh, whose wings are spread. Uh, okay. Flying, Pretty spread, spread eagle, if you will. Wow. Um, <laughs> flying above you, who was freaked out by birds on the railing. <laughs> Okay. Uh, but yes. See Stolas. Do we Both. see Stolas yet? You do not. Really? So we running up. We running up the stairs. If he's freaked out by birds, don't let him see Stolas. I don't know how to to go up the stairs here. Am I up the stairs now? You are up the stairs. You join the top layer. Yeah, I'll I'll go up the stairs as well. Uh, as you guys approach up the stair, Caliban, you can see this. Uh, small flock of ravens um, kind of take flight away as you get close to them. Are these ravens looking uh, salty? Uh, they're not impressed that you're there in your space, but they fly down and out. Now I'm looking for my friends. Where did they go? 
Right I call him. I call out for Stolas. And I'll oh, hit him oh, on the wait. back with my staff and say, keep it down, Caliban. Go ahead and roll initiative. God damn it, Mark. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. <laughs> the raven took off. I, I was not supposed to know. I got a nine. Oh, sorry. Let me pull up the initiative tracker, but you got a nine. Oh. Yeah, that's fine. I'll roll and just change it. Okay. Just let me know when you're ready. Uh, I'm ready. I'm assuming me as well. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Mark, I swear to God, bro. If I get attacked, you better be jumping in front of me, bro. I got you, bro. I'm ready to take it in the ass, brother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? Sorry, sorry for that. Wow. Nat 19? I've never heard of a nat 19, but okay. And they must have a minus one to uh, initiative. Oh, oh burn nat 20. Wow. No? No one else was excited about that? that was pretty I'm excited about it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up tabs and, you know. Gotcha. I feel terrible about this whole situation. And the druid. Sorry, I gotta pull up one more tab. The riveting adventures of Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, uh, Joey. Uh, Dini is playing Stolas tonight. Normal, normal characters. The uh, swarm of ravens take their turn, continuing to fly off. Burn. You are numero uno, bro. What do you do? Dean. You're on mute. Oh, my bad. Looking at my player sheet here. What? I don't even know what I'm attacking. The Ravens flew away. What's happening? It's a you really good question. You haven't told us anything. Okay. I have okay. not. That's what I thought. I was like, I know I'm not that lost. Okay, hold on. No, you are not. Um. Whatever. Yeah. What I, I will say. Oh, hello, Caleb J. Hey, I love you. My older brother in the chat. Uh, hey. Welcome. Shout out, Caleb. Wait, what's his name? Caleb? Caleb, you should have bullied him more. Uh, <laughs> quick, quick side note, my very first adventure with my brother, who introduced me to Dungeons and Dragons, uh, petrified me in one turn, threw me through a door, and had my character killed in the space of ten minutes. Because they thought that I was turned to stone and not paralyzed. Yeah. Well, Anyways, you should have bullied love you, Caleb. more than that. <laughs> and he's also, like, 100 pounds lighter than me in runner body. He's beautiful. He's just, you know... <laughs> I'm bigger than he is. I love okay. you, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> like that, he's beautiful, but I can kick his ass. Uh, well, you know, I, I wouldn't say that. Him. He's wiry, you know, scrappy. Okay, uh, Cody, Jay Hay. Yes, sir. On my player sheet, it, on my lay on hands, it says yes, I sir. have a total of 25, and the counter says zero. Does that mean I have zero lay on hands, or that means I haven't used Correct. Last adventure, if you remember, you used lay on hands on yourself to heal you. Fuck my ass. Okay. Which is why I said we should Twice. short rest, but no one listened to me. Well, this is all Stolas's fault. Okay, can I do a prayer of healing on myself? Well, I was quiet. I snuck, dude. <laughs> How many uh, spell slots do you have left, Burn? 
I was going to cast Prayer of Healing, but it takes 10 minutes to cast. That's why I asked for 10 minutes of time. Well, that's if not... Like no to one spend the next to me. 100 rounds? That, my Prayer of Healing's not in my spells. It's in my, my attack rolls. Uh, it's a spell. Sometimes roll 20 will put, like, spells in the attack section, depending on how you have your character sheet shut up. Um. So... But uh, there is a cast time on it versus, oh, sorry. like, cure wounds or that kind of thing. I don't see it in my actual... Because in, in, in my spell, or my level 2 spell slot, Prayer of Healing is there, but I don't have it selected, so... Interesting. What? That's odd. If it's on your character sheet, it automatically populates to the front of your character sheet page. If it has any dice rolls associated with the spell. You have Prayer of Healing as a second level spell if you go back to spells. Doop. And then scroll down. It's but there, it is but it... it is not prepared for the day. Well, why the hell is it in my thing? Because as a paladin, you can swap your spells around each day. I don't know. So you currently have two second level spells and four... Four first level or two second level. Oh, I'm sorry. You have two first level spells left for the day. You have used two second level spells and two first level spells. So you could cast Bane, Hunter's Mark, Blast Command, Divine Favor, Shield of Faith, or Thunder, Thunderous Smite. <laughs> Thanks, Caleb. Funny guy. I'm gonna cast. Would you like to hold your action while you uh, think about it? Hold on. Okay. I'm gonna cast Shield of Faith. You cast Shield of Faith. Go ahead and, uh, what does that do for the, the audience? Oh, yeah. Shield of Faith, one... Oh, it's a bonus action? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 60 feet, a creature of your choice within range, uh, a shimmering field appears and surrounds a creature of your choice within range, granting a plus two bonus for my armor class. Uh, for up to 10 minutes so okay. i choose me so that puts my armor class at 21 or nice. 21 yeah so good luck hitting me All right it is a concentration spell so if you are attacked we will talk about that when we get there not when if but when uh do you make any movement you can move 30 feet i don't like the way you just said any of what you just said I love you. And I hate you. I know. <laughs> um, do I move? Do you move? Yes. Away from the danger. <laughs> Which direction is that? You oh, you can't tell me. Sure. <laughs> I have put you in this situation because you guys are being all tactical, so I might as well treat it all tactical. You know what I'm saying? I How have not tactical? done anything tactical. I'm hanging out with my friends and I want to eat. Oh, well, um, you know. I guess I'm just gonna stay put. I'm between Marius and uh, Caliban, so I'm. That's a wise choice. Go. All right, I'm gonna stay. All right. The so can I hold go. my other action since that was a bonus action, or? If you would like to, yes, most yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll just hold for now. Uh, what is your held action that you are holding? Oh, I'm, I just thought I could... Never mind. I, I'm done. <laughs> so with held actions, they're declared actions. So if 
An enemy comes out. I move my full movement and I attack twice. Uh, I, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Um, I ready my sword and if an uh, enemy comes out, I attack twice. Sexy. All right. Uh, Ozal, the wise. Tis your turn. Burn casts a spell, muttering to Bahamut under his breath. You skipped the druid's turn. Oh, I already did their turn. Don't worry. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. Okay. <sighs> Uh, I'm going to ready action Mind Sliver if I see uh, an enemy that's attacking us. And you're holding th your positioning stars? Um, or do you yes. intend to move? Okay. Nah, I'm fine where I'm at, I guess. I mean, I feel like I'm between the two circles of doom, so, you know. Betwixt, if you will. Yeah. A rock in a hard place. Yeah, okay, man. yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Marius the Seraph. Your turn, buddy. What are you up to? Mm, I will. You said that these two barrels were unhinged or un they uncovered? They are slightly ajar and undulating, as if the wine inside is so full that it is floating the tops of these barrels, and they are slightly moving up and down and up and down as whatever inside flexes against the outer casing of these wooden barrels. They shouldn't be doing that, should they? Uh, history or insight? I'll, it's I'll, move odd. Out to, I'll move out there here, history. and I'll provide Why you. Don't do that. I'll provide you an insight. Yeah, yeah. A natural one, as I get a nine total. You know what's crazy? It's really weird. It is. I don't. <laughs> Granted, I don't know how wine is made, but... Uh, well, hold on. I mean, you, you are a Vistani. Wine is part of your culture. You have a small understanding, this, maybe? This is a winery. You know that. Not in large production like this. It's different. We, sure, we sure. brew it in small batches. Um, It's odd. That's all I can give you. I'm sorry, bud. I'm gonna lift the top. Uh, you, you can see whatever is inside this red liquid is shifting. That's that's pretty much all I can give you. Yes, I will lift the top and investigate further. Awesome. Why would you do that, bro? Why? Why would you open it? I love you so much. I need to know what's inside. A pseudopod. <laughs> reaches up I think, towards you. I think Mark is uh, Max is betraying us by Strahd. Something happened here. Um, and we'll make two attacks against you. That's a 20 and a 24. Both will hit. Dang. Uh, you take 5 bludgeoning damage and 12 acid. And I need you to make a DC 15 strength check. And uh, 12 damage, and 14 acid. As I uh, take the acid damage, I will uh, use my reaction to absorb elements. 17, okay. A, the, and gain the resistance to acid damage for the next turn. Uh, as Perfect. my skin glows with a green after effect of the acid, I will end up taking... 17, 6, 23, 
seven, 30 points of acid, or 30 points in total. And then I need to give you two, you said strength saving throws? Yes, sir. Okay. Two strength saving throws coming. 15 or higher. Coming your way. 15? Ooh. 18. Wow. I am well done. doing very well today. Exploding out. Uh, for those of you who have held actions, we'll get to you in just one second. Exploding out of the top of this barrel is this large undulating ooze um, that reaches up and attempts to grab you, smacks you twice, Marius. Uh, as it hits you, you have these wet, wet gooshing noises as Ew. this congealed blood attacks you. Wine sprays across the room, and this ichor, as it hits the wooden supports and the outside of the barrel begins to slowly dissolve the barrel itself. I don't like the word goosh, to be honest. <laughs> that made me feel... That seemed kind of racial and also made me feel very... How is that? I don't understand how that's racial. You don't really know either, but we don't like it. Okay. Uh, you could say that it offended you. I think that would be safe. Uh... It sounded like gooch, and it made me mm -hmm. uncomfortable. Nope. No gooching. I'm uncomfortable. Uh, and I will have to roll its initiative now because it had a held action. Cool. So. You love to yeah. see it. Swine is delicious. With dragon gooch. Do I have any, uh, any more? Uh, it's still your turn, do? so you may, re you may resolve your turn as you see fit. Uh, do I have any actions left? Was it my action to to lift up the? Uh... Oh no! I'm sorry. That that's a free action. You basically walked over and just kind of like I, I like to picture it as as you were you know looking at it, either flying up, you know, you kind of pull off the top, and then the pseudopods rush out, or you kind of use your sword or your foot to kind of kick open the top. Ah, I see. A pseudopod is an appendage of a goop creature. Ew, I don't like this one. Goop and goosh. Well, if I still have my action, then I will, uh, I'll try and swing at this thing with, uh, my sword using booming blade. Of course. Uh, does an 11 hit? 11 does not hit. Well, I will miss then. Um, Do you have two attacks? I need. I only get one. I'm just a cleric. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm um, I still have 15 more feet of movement. I will uh, move to this place then. And that shouldn't provoke. And I'll uh, get up a little bit higher as well with, with my wings as I'll fly a little bit elevated. Uh, or at least how, how tall is the room, the room here? Uh, this room extends another 10 feet up. Okay. I will uh, go up then 5 feet, so that should give me the total uh, of 5 feet taller. Oh. Yes. There. I, I can you. add it. Sorry. I'm sorry. I was freaking out on my screen. I got you. You're good. My bad. Uh, yes. That'll be it for me. Stolos. Do I do I get my hold action? Oh yes, I'm so sorry. Go ahead and resolve those hold actions. Uh, Ozal, you can go first since yours is a spell. 
Uh, Mind Sliver for 8 damage. Uh, Mind Sliver, you drive a disorienting spike of psychic energy into the mind of one creature you can see within range. The target must succeed on an intelligence saving throw or take 1d6 psychic damage and subtract 1d4 from their next saving throw it makes before the end of your next turn. And it's, uh, it's actually 2d6, because I'm level 5. You got it. Okay, so do you want me to roll that second d6? Um, uh, yes. Sorry, I'm trying to fix the initiative Oh, here. no, I'm sorry. Wait, what? This doesn't make any sense. 2 plus... Okay, so it's eight. It's uh, 10 damage. This is what it'll cool. take. And that was what type of damage one more time? Uh, that's going to be psychic damage. Perfect. It uh, wobbles and reels as you penetrate its small mind. Can we also put a marker on it just for the minus 1d4 from its next saving throw? Of course. Uh, I will put... Zach red... One. No, I just because I know, Dean, you have an action that you're about to take against it. Or if you can, I don't know if you can get there, but... Oh, no, okay. I'm scared. Uh, Burn. You see this creature undulating and gooshing out of this uh, vat. Stop gooshing. <laughs> Squirting wine and blood-like <laughs> fluids all over the floor. I think because it, it sounds like gooch and douche. I think that's why it makes me <laughs> so uncomfortable. Gooch. <laughs> I have the weirdest boner right now. It's goo douching all over the floor. How would you like to proceed? Um... I'm just gonna fucking give it the old. Do you move up to it? Do you throw oh, a sword? You can move through your allies for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes of. Wow, 20 feet of movement. You could jump on top of this barrel and do some ninja shit across and attack it. Uh, you could run down and smack the barrel, breaking it open, causing it to slurp all over the floor. Whatever you wanna do, man. The world is your oyster, and I am your dungeon master. Am I like in like a? You're like a, on the stairs. Oh. Can and it this see? Is, me? Uh, as much as a creature that is an ooze can see or perceive, perhaps. Oh. Uh, That's blind sight. Can I just kick the barrel over? It is an eight foot tall, or I'm sorry, 12 foot tall, eight foot wide barrel. And though you are mighty good, sir, you would have to do some sort of suplex to said barrel. Which actually, it's now that I'm thinking like about it. a foot taller than me. Uh, you oh, you cap said out feet. at eight feet, so it's yeah, like four feet I, taller than I, I you. But you, could, ten, you could pull some WWE shit where you flip it up down and <laughs> retrap or, you know, use the floor as a, a stopper. This creature has not fully emerged because it's not its turn. Um, I guess I'm just gonna attack it twice. Or the barrel, okay. I don't know. Yeah, well, you tell me, good sir. It's your turn. Well, if I attack the barrel, I'm not attacking the thing. No, it'll goosh all over the floor and be all pseudopody on the ground. Yeah, I'm just gonna hold my action. Okay. You <laughs> hold your held action. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, and I'm not in any position to take any chances. So. Caliban, you also have a ready to action. Would you like to rage and hulk out on this thing? 
Yes. Caliban's ready to... His hands are restless. He's ready to fuck some shit up. He's going in two hands a-blazing. And he exited out of his screen. You dumb bastard. Here we are. Okay, hold on. We're coming back. So I jump in front of the line. And I use... What am I using here? He's using the double-click power... Character sheet. What weapon am I using? I am using. Where's my. Uh, uh, where's my. Let's take a look, Calendar. So I got a two handed. The Winter Axe. Yep, so you uh, just click on the name that says Winter's Howl right there. Just click the name itself twice. Alright, okay. Did it pop up? Nope. No, you'll hear a noise. There I got you. That's a 20 and a 24. Those both hit. And you deal a total of 24 damage as your magical frozen axe howls in rage. It's not, it's not bad. That's great. It is now officially yeah. bloodied. Boom, boom, boom. Bloodied. Okay. Stolas, that's your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm a little confused because I was on the second floor, or kind of like, I guess, like the mid floor before the second floor. Mm -hmm. So, what I, I did is anyone. you're. You are on the far left down there in that stairwell. And instead of being on the bottom floor, since everyone has moved up, I put you on the upper layer, but you also could be on the bottom layer if you want it to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, I just want to try to at least uh, I so don't know do you where to put my little thingy. I'm basically in the same room as everyone else. Okay, so you walk 5, 10, 15, 25 feet out the door, and I'll put you on this upper layer as you're coming out, but you're on the bottom, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Thank you. So you have 5 feet of movement left as you see Caliban using his axe to fight this blood ooze and uh it was all launches a spell marius flies up and burn quakes in his boots even though he's a mighty barbarian what the Boy. fuck i'm yeah, not man. quaking in my boots i'm uh, biting my time oh uh, yeah strategically retreats in the same i'm spot. not even retreating i'm just waiting Don't okay okay. <laughs> okay okay uh <laughs> He's taunted by the dungeon master ruthlessly. My my team got me in this situation. Okay, they did. So, I got your back, burn, bro. I'll protect you, burn. Can <laughs> I like a son to me, bro? <laughs> We've been through a lot of those. All. Uh... Yes, the loss. How can I paint a picture for you? How yeah, can I help I, you? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna blast it twice. Go for it. Nineteen hits and twenty-seven hits. Now, do you want to move it? 10 feet? Um, <laughs> it'd be pretty funny to knock over the barrel, I guess, but... Um, now, are you attacking the barrel or the ooze? Because no, that's I'm, a really I'm attacking good him, question. yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, what would he hit if I pushed him? Would he just hit that, like, railing? You would knock him 
you would drag a pseudopod and the rest of the creature out and up onto the veranda, therefore giving me more of an advantage. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, how about no, then? <laughs> okay. Well, that's too bad. Well, thanks for being, uh, thanks for being honest. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you deal it 10 damage. Okay. The ravens are gone, so I can just take them out of turn order here. Delete. Burn! It's your turn again. Your held action is no longer held. It is a new round of combat. There is a giant slurpy ooze creature undulating inside this barrel. Your I, teammates have all made combative moves. What do you have to do? I'm going to move up to the barrel. Okay. I, I'm going to jump on top of it. You, you want to jump on top of this creature? Well, it's in the barrel, isn't it? Yeah. Still, slightly, yeah. Yeah, so... I'm going to jump on the barrel. Okay. And I'm just going to plunge my sword straight down into it. And awesome. attack twice. Uh, with horse cutter. Did I hit this twice? Uh, you do hit it twice. Holy cow. It's a 21 to hit, dealing 15 slashing damage, and a 14 does not... 14 ties. 14 does hit. Um, dealing an additional 12 damage. However, you do feel some resistance on your sword, and it is resistant to non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Fucking so it takes half bullshit. damage from each attack. Oh, okay. I was like, you fucking asshole. No, that would be immunity, son, so uh, don't worry about that. But it is now critical. Do you want to divine smite it at all? Uh, do, I, do I have a spell slot left for that? You have one level one spell slot left. Oh, I have thunderous smite. No, you you just expend the spell slot to divine smite, not thunderous smite. Oh, is yeah, that would be. Is that's the 2d8 like... radiant damage. It's the class feature, divine smite, not a spell. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, let me do that. All right, go ahead and let me 2d8s. 2d8s. 14. This creature explodes <laughs> All right. uh, as your divine <laughs> nice. wrath from your blade hits this blood ooze. It splatters across the wall, across the floor. The vat itself implodes as splinters and detritus is thrown across the entirety of this room. Wine wow. and blood now stain every surface within the next 30 feet. Uh, Ozal, are you in your white robes out of curiosity? <laughs> I'm in the blue robes. Okay. That's too bad. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been How so dare you? Funny. I mean, I have pressed the digitation. I can clean them up. <laughs> Marius, thankfully, you've been flying, so your goggles are on, so they're just squirted on by this creature. That's a dice. Gooshed. You got gooshed on. Okay. It is dead. Dude, we should make a shirt and just say like, gooshed on it. <laughs> With the, with our, uh, <laughs> the dice logo on that. 
This druid steps out, looks down at you, Stolas, and points a finger at you. Sup? It casts Thunder Wave. Thanks. So I need you to make a DC 12 Constitution saving throw. Okay. Um... Come on, Stolas. Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, this thunderclap erupts from this druid's hand, uh, hitting you in a 15-foot cone, Ozal. <clears throat> you take seven points of bludgeoning damage and are pushed ten feet across the floor. It didn't hurt too bad. It then steps back that. through the door and back down the hallway. Uh, the second druid will then step out, point a finger at you, Ozal. Uh, it okay. does, yes. Uh, and it will cast. Come on now. Why are you not working? Uh, I need you to make a DC 12 strength save. Okay. Uh, it casts Entangle. Uh, any creature inside a 20-foot square from the point of origin when the spell is cast must make a DC 12 strength saving throw or be restrained by entangling plants until the spell ends. A creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against the spell save DC associated with its free hands itself. When the spell ends, the conjured plants wither. Uh, I rolled an 11. I do have a question, though. Um, yes. With this spell, I'm just stuck there? Like, I can still move my hands and do things? Or I'm, I'm like, completely immobile and not can't uh, do anything? You are restrained, so... I just can't move? I'm pulling up the condition as we speak. Conditions. Gotcha. Restrained. Restrained. A restrained creature's speed becomes zero. It can't benefit from any bonus to speed. Attack rolls against this creature have advantage, and a creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. And this okay. will actually affect all of you in a 20-foot square. So I will need Caliban and maybe Burn. Let me get my drawing tool out here. Draw shape. Everyone in that square, except for Marius, because you're flying and not on the ground, needs to make the saving throw. It's, it's actually larger than that, because it's 20 feet from the point in space that he picked. Right. Entangles a massive spell. Oh, you are so right. Ooh, is it going to entangle its own friend? Because that would be awesome. No. It, it pretty much would cover the entire room, but... Which kind of saving throw, my guy? Uh, strength saving throw. If I cast it here... Oh, five, 22. 10, 15... My argument, though, is we're not actually standing on the ground. We're standing on stairs. Oh, you're right. I should have cast it here, then. My apologies. But you didn't. Well, well. No, what I'm, what I'm saying is, is we are not on the solid earth. We're standing on an mm. elevated platform. 
It says that weeds and vines grow out of the ground. But... I'm going to say, since it's a magic spell... Chat, otter oh. evens? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Ozol. Chat. Oops, I don't want to drag everybody off. You are the deciding factor tonight. Why don't you give us the wonderful input that you so always do? Do my vines grow in this area? And if so, would they grow over the entirety of the space or just the platform that they are standing on since it's a magic spell? Go ahead and give your input in the chat. We'll give you a couple minutes here while we uh, tally up the votes. Barking dog says, bark, bark. What a dog. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes. <laughs> Good for the dog. Is that a so is that, that's, uh, that's even, because it's two barks. Look at the dog. <laughs> He's swimming. <laughs> all right, all right. We could play the odds or even game. Uh, someone, uh, Ozal, since I'm casting on you, roll a d4. If it's uh, sure. even, you're scot-free. If it's odd, you're entangled. Damn it. That is a three, good sir. I mean, I was entangled anyways. Well, you know. And yeah. we're going to say it spreads across 5, 10, 15, 20. This way. And 5, 10, 15, 20. This way. Giving Marius's scientific talk about mumbo-jumbo and ground and heights and weeble wabbles. So everything in the blue spot is now entangling vines. Weeble wabble. And then this lovely druid will also step back in the hallway. Boop. Um, which brings us to the ooze is dead. Caliban. Sorry, I'll start off my uh, bark <laughs> the barking dog. Uh I still, I still have my uh, axe in my hand, so I'm, re I'm ready. To, this, this bastard looks pretty. Uh, worn yeah, Mark, out. you have to take a strength saving throw before you can do anything. Oh, oh yeah. I do. And you have but how do if I, you're how raging, do I you have advantage. So, uh, uh, two things. Hold on, one quick. Uh, Abduello? Ab Ab how do I say that? Abdulio. I'm so sorry, Abdulio. Dini's friend. Good question. It is a spell, uh, so it really shouldn't matter. No. Uh, but the way it's flavored, we'll give him a little bit of a break since we're, our team's hurting so bad, and it just creates these grasping vines on this area. Mark, top, so, but talk there, to your mic, There please. is no, no hard and fast rule with how... I mean, it depends on the spell and how it's worded. Technically, they just appear. Right? Um, Mark, are you raging? Yes, I'm still raging. Should be raging. Um... So if you go over in your section, there is your scores on the left-hand side, Yeah. right? There'd be a little box that says saving throws. Go ahead and click the word that says strength. It'll highlight red when you click on it. Where do I see saving throws at? 
So to the left on Callum Ben's main page, right under your name, it'll say inspiration, proficiency bonus, and then saving throw is in this little box. It's the third box down. Yeah, inspiration. So you'll click strength once. Strength once? Yep. It's not doing anything. The fuck? Saving throws, okay. I click strength. There you go. Um, 10 and 12. 12 beats the DC since you have advantage. Uh, and you can move out. Uh, you can jump off the ledge. Uh, you can try and move through the spell. I'll try and move through the spell. Uh, so it's counted as difficult terrain. So each foot you move, instead of being a five foot square, counts as ten feet. So you can go five, ten, or I'm sorry, ten, twenty, thirty, and be in the middle here. But you would still be in the effect of the spell. No matter what I do, right? Yep. Or you could jump off the edge and not be in the effect of the spell. Yeah, I'm jumping off. All right, you land 10 feet down. Just delete this creature. All right, anything else you'd like to do? (laughs) No, I'm I'm pretty gassed right at the moment. Okay. You don't wanna move forward and try to kill that thing? Where's the thing at? I don't see him. So they it moved up moved these stairs. Out of the room. Oh well, let me go. Let me go after this this evil son of a bitch. So five, ten, fifteen. Like, 20, you really want to do that? Twenty-five, thirty <laughs> puts you right next to Stolos yeah. for your total movement. I can't. I have a. I have a death wish. Thirty. Forty. Okay. So um, above you. Sorry, you have forty feet of movement. Um, Approximately 8 to 10 feet up from where you are is the ledge. Uh, you could try and jump and grab it next turn, or you could try and climb up the barrel closest to you here uh, to creatively get up if you want to, and over to those druids. Yeah, I'll climb up. I'll parkour up the barrels. Cool. I will let you do that next turn. Ozal, you are restrained, my guy. Uh, I'm going to use my action to take a strength uh check yes sir and that is going to be a five because i'm weak so that does nothing (sighs) you are restrained and then i'm going to huh okay yeah the bonus actions uh i do want to use a bonus action but i need to be able to um have burn come near me so I'll say, burn, come near me before you head up the stairs. And I'm going to, I guess, how do I show this? I'm a ready app, ready action magic weapon. Okay. To, uh, um, you have touches. Yeah, item. touches. Yep. Touches, uh, horse you can cast it through the Tressum. Tressum's dead. Tressum's been dead. Oh, I'm, yep. You're right. Otherwise, I, yeah, I would do that. Um, can I can I do it under this condition though? If Burn's not able to make it, can I grant it to Marius? Uh, he's five feet above you, so yeah, you can have him reach okay. down whatever. Yeah, just in case holding. Burn can't uh, go through this terrain, and uh, that's going to be the end of my turn. Okay, Marius, you are flying above these grasping vines. What do you do? 
Hmm. All right. I will, uh, I was going to cast Bless, but I think I should let those all get out. I'll simply wave my hand and the entangled roots will disappear as I cast Dispel Magic. Okay. What a fucking guy. So I, I speak a moment of words and wave my hand and I choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. Any spell of third level or lower on the target ends. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spell casting ability. Uh, DC equals 10 plus the spell level on a successful check. The spell ends. Marius, so, you extend your, your hand as this dark fog issues forth from you, encompassing the area in which the grasping vines live uh, or have been created. As this fog is spread, it looks like the night sky. And as it dissipates, the vines are gone. Ah, excellent. Thank uh, you, So that is my, my action. I will uh, fly over to uh, the edge over here. So let's see. That's uh, five... 15, 20, 25, 30. And I'll offer a hand to Columban. Columban, that's you. So, here. Allow me to help you back up the side. Uh, and that is all I can do for my turn, is I've used my action and... Sounds Where are you good. at, Mark? Still lost. Your turn. Am I the only one thinking we should get the hell out of here? Bellas? You could just burn the whole vineyard down. <laughs> You're the one who came charging in here in the first place. Now you wish uh, to retreat? I was, I was sneaking. I was not charging in here. Two, I thought maybe we can find some people, but clearly that's not the case. We could continue to chase these creatures if that's what you all want to do. They're just toying with us. It's a hit and run tactic. It's guerrilla warfare for God's sakes. Burns in bad shape. I'm sad. And he's sad. Look at him. I've never I seen him that. like this. <laughs> Seriously, we what could, are we gonna do? Are we gonna go chase these uh, these druids, or should we? We could disappear into Ozal's rope trick. It takes time to cast, though. It takes one turn to cast. Yeah, it takes six seconds. That's fine. I'm just saying. That's still a whole other round of combat. Well, you could cast it and go in there. Yeah. You're not wrong. Or we could take the wine and get the hell out of here. There did was a cart of wine. wine. We did. We found we a cart of wine. We found barrels of undulating schmutz. Burns Jewish. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so well, let's, guys. let's decide quickly. 
we must go forward or push back. I'm hurting, but I'll follow the team. I don't think you're hurting at all, but... I don't want to be accused of being a coward, so... Well, I mean, we could... We could... I would never do that. We could uh, use the... Uh... did it a minute ago. Because <laughs> I do have Wanderer where I could... Uh... Well, Celeste, you are asking in combat, so what do you do for your turn? Um... I... I think I'd like to at least head up the stairs here. Um... Let me grab my icon. Here we go. Uh... There's nothing to attack, so I guess that's it. Perfect. You could ready your, an Eldritch Blast to strike whatever opens the door. Oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose I could do that. <laughs> ready an Eldritch Blast. Using held action, bursting through this window, another creature enters the fray. Hello. Who are you? What is that thing? <laughs> you keep fucking saying hi to everyone. Does Eldritch Blast trigger? I'm polite. So friendly. <laughs> well, Stolas is also like a four-year-old Owlin, right? Like, she's not... Stolas, so this creature... They're so innocent. Should you choose to accept it... I'm going to share my screen because for some reason it won't <laughs> let me share this in the handout. Um... He has a bird a dark, a, a dark winged raven... Bursts through the windows, looks la looks right at you, Ozol, looks at you, Stolas, and caws at you at the top of its lungs, uh, and then proceeds to use its flight to charge the door. That was rude. Breaking Whoa. through the door? Yeah. Uh, breaking through the door as you hear a tumble break out behind it. Oh. The vine blights will go. Give me a second to resolve their turn. Okay. And that goes back to you, Burn. See, being polite paid off. Jerks. Um, I had, uh, on my saving throw, I have rolled a 22, but are the vines gone because of Marion? <laughs> vines are gone, yep. Okay. Um, Come get your magic weapon, bro. Oh, yes, Ozol. I walk over to Ozol, and I look him in the eyes, and I say, What's up? I'll place my hand on Burn's shoulder. It's not blue your magic, yet, and it's a concentration spell, so you can only have one concentration spell going at a time. I don't have any concentration spells going. One, You cast two. magic weapon on Marius's item. No, I did Remember? not. Last time I said, no, I did not. I said, I'm holding my action. If Burn comes to me, I will cast Magic Open on him. But if Burn is not able to, I'm going to cast it on Marius. That's exactly yeah. what I said. Didn't Marius do that? Did we resolve that? Nope. Okay. Well, Marius, if you had Magic Weapon... And it was a held action, so... Okay. It was a held okay. action. So as Burn comes to me, I'll place my hand on his shoulder and cast Magical Weapon. As his sword now glows blue... And it's now a magical weapon. Now, he gains plus one sky. bonus to his attack roll and damage roll. Dean, did you hear me? Nice. You get plus one bonus to your attack roll and damage roll. 
for the sake of I, while, while you were explaining, you I wanted to add some ambiance to it. Okay, well, you now have a magic weapon. Noise. Very cool. The magic was friendship all along. Okay, but oh, you have to be next to me to get the that. The greatest so come, of all magics. I do, miss the, my I do miss the ambiance. Do we have any impending doom ambiance or anything like that? Someone... I do, but I have been asked not to play music so that it can no, be added in no, post. No, no, Again, I said play music, but don't play music with, like, rain sounds in the background. <sighs> it's like you don't even listen to me, Cody. You hate I me. I don't listen to you. I'm a terrible listener. I literally said play all the music you want, but don't do, like, music with... And then you play music with... <laughs> I clicked the wrong one, I'm sorry! Session is a shit show. Storm's coming. Okay, let's... Dean, get over here so you can get your magic weapon. Either here or here. I... Bro. What's up? There we go, perfect. Now can continue on as you were. Can I stand over you and do it? Because you're so small? Sure. Alright, where are these guys at? Oh, it's my turn though, right? I actually like mm, have a turn to use. Mm -hmm. Um, jeez, we need to heal this boy. <laughs> well, I mean, not really. I brought. Wait, how am I at fourteen hit points? I had twenty. I haven't been attacked. I don't know. It's twelve. Did you accidentally lower my hit points instead? Maybe. Someone else? I haven't been attacked. I started the round with 20. Let's see, that was well, Marius that took the damage from the pseudopod. Oh, I might have clicked him because you were too close. Sorry, go back up to 20. Here, I'll fix you. Plus 6. There you go. You're good. So, I mean, I still have plenty of health, but... And you also have that magic shield that you cast and a magic sword, so you're doing quite well for yeah, yourself. Yeah, go fucking Beowulf over there. Yeah. Uh, let me let me see in my inventory here. Uh, I only have one potion of healing. Oh, I totally had a potion of acid resistance. Um, I cast linens box. Okay. It's just a box of linens. I'm just kidding. Uh, Appearing <laughs> in front of you is a pile of fresh laundry, <laughs> sheets specifically for beds. Cotton. No, I think I, <laughs> I think the linens box count. was was that Ozol's thing or no? I don't know. What do you want to do, bud? Um, I'm just gonna move on, like, towards 40 minutes Marius and um. You could dash and move uh like 60 feet from where you're at. Ooh, put you right in the hallway and you can make an attack on someone. I don't. I'm just gonna. Kinda. I'm just gonna. Oh, no, here. I'm sorry. You'd be making a dash so you would end there, but you could end somewhere on the stairs so you're yeah, within I'll just range stop next right turn. Here. Okay. That will be my turn. Uh, from the other side of the wall, you hear another thunderous. <laughs> as another thunder wave goes off. Uh,. Totally shattering out the windows as you hear them break, shaking this side of the winery. The walls begin to crack slightly, and you hear this ear-piercing screech that sounds like a angry raven uh, as these creatures do battle on the other side of the wall. Caliban, you are 
looking up at Marius as he reaches a hand down towards you, assisting you up to the next level. So if you make an athletics check, you have advantage, but you also have advantage because you're raging. Yeah, he's he's throbbing. He's ready. He's ready to get ahead of this thing. You're looking for ten or higher to, to for your comrade and you to get that throbbing attack on. Yeah, so we hit, so we jump up the stairs, right? Uh, go ahead and roll athletics for me. So on your character sheet, yeah. Go ahead and pull it up again. Uh, under the section where the strength saving throw is, you'll go down here to uh, athletics. It's the first checked box in skills. It has a set. Oh shit! We lost Cody. What happened? Oh, did we really? What I, did I you mean, do, I Dean? I can click athletics, but should uh -oh. I wait for him to come back? Yeah, he dropped from. Uh, yeah, we'll just wait. He dropped from. Uh, uh, Let me message him. Yeah, do do the athletics check. All right. Well, he's gonna have to be here for about twenty-two. A twenty-two, not bad. At yeah, all. I'm. I'm thick. I'm telling you, he's throb He's got veins. <laughs> oh man, just throbbing. He's ready for it. Uh, let me message him on Discord. This guy's chain. He's a chain breaker. He saw some shit. He's moving us, right? There's like that little yellow box. Yeah, he's in. Um, Maybe he's muted. Roll 20, but he's not in screen. Mode. Yeah, I can see him there on the bottom. Cody, come back. You could blame, you can blame it all on me. me. He said he's on his way back in. Wow, without a DM, this shit just like grinds to a halt. Yeah. <laughs> As if I didn't feel useless enough. <laughs> He's going to be so long, proud of your role, though. How long does it take to... There yeah. he is. There we go. Sorry about that. My internet totally took a fat shit. I clicked on athletics and everything, and then you, you left. You got a 22, bro. 22. You reach up for Marius's hand, vault off part of the barrel, and are flung up with his assistance and your superior strength to the next level for no movement whatsoever. Wow. Woof. Dude. The door is busted open. Uh... As you peer in, and I'll just move you in so you can see, this uh, raven creature is attacking this druid at the far end of the hallway. Um, and then... Oh, I'm going to put you down here. Uh, behind you, there's a uh, this blight. What are you doing? Who's Fuck him up, bro. Do you attack the raven creature or the vine blight? Oh. 
How are these how are these creatures reacting to my uh, breaking in the door? Uh, the raven doesn't blink twice and is attacking the druid south of you. Uh, the vine blight uh, does not. I mean, it's roaring at you, but it doesn't have a held action. So. So I, I will I will attack the druid then. The one south. Uh, the what's which one's uh, getting attacked by the raven? The one. Uh, yeah, down here. Uh, I will attack the the one up north then. Get my hands dirty. I don't know what that fucker's doing. He's not. He's not a. Uh, if he's roll not doing your, nothing, he's he's suspicious. Roll your attack. Yeah. Go oh, ahead and roll your attack. And you're attacking the raven. Is that what I heard? No. No, the druid, the, the northern druid. Oh, the that's a vine blight. Yes. A vine blight. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Two two. What's going on with this button? <sighs> yep. So Third all you gotta do is is click where the name's at, uh, right above hand axe. It says Winter's Howl. That's your battle axe. Yeah, it's not doing nothing for me. I got you. It should turn red when you click it. Oh, there's 25 from Marius. Um. You attack this creature, hitting it once, uh, and deal it 15 points of damage. How would you like to kill this creature? Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Uh, uh, decapitation. Yeah. You swing your howling axe that has these wolves' heads on it as the frost hits these vines going through. The water inside the vines freezes as the vines, the animated vines themselves, wither into straw and ash as it is destroyed. Uh, some of that slow man strength. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Shit. And that, sir, is your turn. Um, that was all. Yo. How do you proceed? I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 behind Vern, and I'll let him know that I'm behind him. Hopefully, we'll begin marching I'm up the stairs. You. you hear a sneaky snake sneak up on you, Vern. Make a little snake. Any, uh, any other actions from you, Ozil? Um, I'm going to hold action. Uh, mind sliver, if something uh, attempts to, I don't know, comes through the window or comes out a barrel or anything. If we if we see anything threatening, because I guess I can't see through this wall, right? This is a wall next to me on the left. Correct. Okay. Yep. That's all I'm gonna do. Okie dokie. Marius, looking good. All right then. I will. Uh... Proceed in following after Caliban uh, okay. into the room. Um, see, I get to here, that's 10 feet. I'll go north, since that seems to be the next open space. Um, there's another druid off to uh, the east here, further along the hall. How tall is the roof here? Or the hall? Uh, eight feet. So, I mean, you're flying all of four feet high. Okay, so I, I'm not going to be able to squeeze over him. Uh, no, you so wouldn't that's... be able to... And you wouldn't be able to fly in this section because it's too tight with the walls with your wingspan. Okay, I will call, uh, condense them down then and get adjacent to this creature. And uh, 
I'll attempt to attack him with uh, Booming Blade. Boom. That was a 25 hit. Just barely. He takes uh, 8 points of slashing and 1 thunder damage. And he starts to glow with a uh, booming energy. If he decides to move, he'll suffer consequences. Uh, Damn. You, you bring this creature to critical. You can see that there's like a beak mark from the, this uh, raven creature. There's claws across his chest. Uh, it's not looking so hot. Alrighty. Stolas. All right, let's get into the action. Uh, okay, so first of all, it looks very crowded in there. Where can I actually stand? You can stand where the Tressum is. If okay. you go in, you can move through one friendly ally and attack the Druid, or you can attack the Raven creature uh, behind Caliban. Um, or you can move change places with Marius, so Marius is standing closer to where the Tressum is, and you're in front of him, so. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'd like to at least uh, attack the um, druid that's critical. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we'll, we'll just assume that I'm not shooting right through <laughs> poor Marius. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, let's see. Ooh, both of those hit, and you, you reach your, your owl in hand, and since you're a small creature, you can kind of just, like, perch on the back of his wing and reach your hand over. Uh, this swirling black energy of force comes from the, the far realm where your deity dwells as these two bolts streak across, hitting this creature, killing it, just turning it to utter mash yeah. uh, as black and, uh... energy spreads across. Not necrotic, I'm sorry. Uh, force. Cool. Cool beans. Redecorating the halls. Never looks so good. Dank the halls with guts of This raven creature attacks <laughs> and eviscerates this druid. Excellent. No. No, I can hear you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Caliban, it turns towards you and drops the head of the druid right at your feet as it nods. Burn, your turn. How many creatures are left? Zero. Except for this weird raven creature that has swooped in to help you. I swung my sword over my head. Dun, 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 and then I put it on my back. Okay. Uh, Good work, Burn. You've saved the day again. You there, fluffy bird. Ah! Biggie <laughs> friend or foe? Uh, it struggles to speak in this form. As you are out of combat, it will shift forms. Oh, I was about to ask it. Uh, I was going to ask you. Oh, go ahead. Divine sense, but I don't think I can. No, go ahead. No, that's great. Divine sense. The presence of strong evil uh, registers on your senses like a noxious odor. 
and powerful good rings like the heavenly music in your ears. As an action, you can open your awareness to detect such forces. Uh, it goes on, but basically, I I summon my inner dragon through Bahamut, and I can tell me what I feel. Yeah, you feel the divine presence of great good oh, as this creature shifts from being a raven hybrid creature back into human. He falls prone as his wings retract into his body, his claws retract, his beak retracts, raven hair begins to spill from his head. Uh, he is presumably mostly just in rags at this point uh, as he kind of groans as his lycanthropy devolves and stands up and nods to you. Well met. He has bird lycanthropy? He is a were raven, yes. Cool. That seems kind of goofy. But... Um, I thought it was goofy. impossible for humans to be cool. Keep it up. You're gonna be a were raven? A were raven. Okay. Was this uh, the, um, the person that we saw running around the corner? Well, it was all you're around the corner, and I believe it's Burns' turn to speak. If that's how you want to play it. Oh, it's going to be like that tonight, eh? It is. So, uh, he oh. nods to you and then gestures, not speaking, but he points down the hallway and then waves his hand right, uh, indicating that he doesn't want to speak here, but somewhere else. Okay. And he begins to gently push his way through, past Marius, past Caliban, if you let him, of course, and into an adjoining room at the end of the hall. Marius, what do you do as this uh, older gentleman pushes his way past you? Well, uh, where did the Jew come from? He just kind of grunts as he uh, nudges past you. Well, excuse you. <laughs> Elder? This must be his home. One would think. Who follows? I'll follow. I'll follow after. I'm following. Okay. I will follow. Caliban? This old man just wants to push his way through. I don't know this guy. No, you don't know this guy. He just transformed from this giant raven creature into nope. a feeble I, old man. I stop him. Okay. Back to the I, I, I have to know. I have to know. Why, I helped him, and he's gonna walk past me. He did give well, you a trophy. Well, he's inviting us to go speak to him somewhere else. Oh, he did it. Oh, I'm sorry. How how are you stopping <laughs> Callum Ben? Let me ask you that. Like he he goes to like nudge past you in the hallway. I just, I just put my hands up. I just don't know about this guy. I don't uh, trust he, people that easy. He puts a finger to his mouth in a shushing motion and then points towards the east wall. Uh, where the vats were, the room, and points down the hallway and kind of um, puts his hand out, saying, silently communicating that he doesn't want to speak here. Oh, that sounds mysterious and sexy. Okay, I follow. Okay. 
As you enter this room, he lets each of you go in first as he holds the door open. He will look through the hallway, left, right, again, close the door gently, and then lock the deadbolt across the door as he turns to the table. Uh, And he kind of looks at each of you and says, what brings you to my winery? Why have you come? I will produce the letter Why? from my pack and say, uh, "We are here to pick up an order from the Blue Water Tavern, uh, Blue Water Inn." He grunts and uh, he says, "Martakov family, huh? They want their wine." Don't yes, we all? there's a shortage. I believe we saw a cart out front with with barrels. Wasn't sure if it was for us. Um. He points to himself and he says, I'm Davian Martikoff. This is our family winery. Uh, He's kind of an older gentleman. And he said, "Uh, things have been rough. These druids have been making raids on our vineyard. We've lost two of our main seeds. Uh, One to a witch, the other to the druids for some something. We don't know, but they keep... They keep attacking, and I fear that if we don't stop them, there will not be wine left in Barovia. Tell us of this witch. He kind of sizes you up. Uh, As he does, I'll stand on my full height. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He looks at you and he's like, what do you want to know? We've come across three witches, one of which has fled. And how did you handle them? We were attacked. We were ambushed. We slayed the mother, Morgantha, and one of her daughters. One is left. He nods. He nods. Very well. You've proven yourselves somewhat trustworthy, being that you're dispatching all of these blights and druids. Last month, let me back up. Don't when forget Strahd the squiddly doos. Oh, yes, yes. When Strahd came to Barovia, he deemed our winery as worthy. We had special seeds, large ones, about the size of a pine cone. He holds his hand out. He said, even with his dark power here, we were still able to grow wine. We had three of them. One made the infamous, nay, legendary, Champagne Lord de Fontaine, or the Rich Gold Fountain, as the people called it. It was taken from our ancestors and deemed only good enough for royalty. He also purchased all of the bottles the the winery owned, and the vineyard ceased to produce it. We no longer have the seed for it. A month ago, a witch in a floating pot deemed to steal the other one, a dark red seed, same size, pine cone, which is what was producing our red dragon crush, currently the finest wine in all of Barovia. She's taken it, seized it, and that's why there's been less production on that wine. Last week, the druids came and stole the most common 
wine, and Barovia, the seed to it, are purple grape mash number three. This was an amethyst seed. Same pine cone size as he holds his hand up. From my understanding, they've taken it to Yester Hill. But on top of that, as my family and I, and he kind of gestures out the window, and you see these groups of ravens perched along the, the window seal, uh, kind of looking back at you, have tried our best to defend it. But they have come in mass. All we seek is our wine back. And if you do not return it, there will not be wine in Barovia. I need your help. We, Barovia, needs your help. And what is in it for us? Well, we can't let the wine be gone. Well, we were sent here for one task, not to save the whole... Wine production of this land. He cuts you off. How long have you been in Barovia? I don't know, two months maybe? Yeah, it's pretty close. What have you seen people do other than drink wine? Trying to kill us? <laughs> you get a small chuckle out of him and somewhat of a chagrined smile. Yeah? What I'm getting there at is, is we're expected back at the tavern with an order of wine. Yes. The wine that is currently here has been tainted by the druids. As I'm sure you saw, that creature emerged from one of our vats. Oh my god. They put the their taints in it? <laughs> tainted, you say? Tainted wine. I might, I might be able to uh, solve that problem for you. Perhaps. Can you explain... Uh, I don't understand. There's a single seed that oh. makes all the wine... That doesn't make yeah, sense. you're asking this to him because he didn't fully explain it very well. Yes. For reasons. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, well, let me finish your, your first train of thought. Sure, 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 sure. There is no pleasure in Barovia other than wine. If you take that away from the people, they have no reason to live. As for the seeds, these... Give me a persuasion. He seems hesitant to elaborate more about these crystalline seeds. Uh, ten? He sighs. He said, they are a source of magic in Barovia. They are able to grow and produce fruit, even with Strahd's grasp on the lands. Without them, we do not create wine. No vegetation will grow under cursed ground except for if we have the core seed so you say there are these three three gems that produce Strahd has taken one himself is that correct, correct? As, as far as legend tells that's that is what my father told me and his father told him before we and, owned the winery and you mentioned the, a witch in a cauldron took one, and then these druids have taken another. Where is this Yester Hill you mentioned? Uh, he asks if you have a map. I will produce a map of Barovia from my sc scroll case. Oops. Wrong layer. Uh, he points out right here. 
It's a couple days travel south from our location. Can you ping it, please? Yeah, far left under the vineyard, right here, Yester Hill. Oh, am I on the? I'm on the, on the GM layer. That's why. It's a fortified burial ground. The this right here? are planning. Yes, right here. Okay. Uh, it is a hilltop that the druids seem to be planning some sort of ritual tend to destroy our seed. How long What's ago worse, was this? Uh, it's been a week in preparation. On top of that, they've began operations in our winery um, to seize the wine, taint it, distribute it, and kill our drinkers. Not only killing the name, but killing the winery itself. Should we fetch this gem for you? How long would it take to get our order of wine fulfilled? Well, the barrels loaded in the cart have not been touched. Those can be taken to the tavern and fulfilled. The rest of the wine will take some time to start reproducing. We have a store of wine downstairs, and we have not had time to check it, but I would imagine not all of it is tainted. However, the vats currently that are fermenting have been tainted. We've noticed over the last week that they started growing creatures in two of our vats. Would you be willing to take the yes, we we've discovered one of those strange creatures as it popped out of the uh, barrel and attacked me. Yes. As for the poisoned wine, I might be able to purify it with with a short prayer. Maybe that could save you some of the time. I would dare say it's worth a try. If you help us, my kind will help you. So the gem that you seek for us to recover is with the druids. We'd probably not be able to get the one with Strahd. I fear the one with Strahd is probably lost, buried, or on some sort of sick display in the castle. There's Can not I show a place him... that we will go. Yeah, go ahead. Can I show him the hearthstone to see if that's one of the gems he's talking about? Yeah, do you withdraw it from your, your folds? Yeah. One of the witches we killed had this on her person. Is this a crystal that you speak of? Uh, he kind of hisses and This is no. It is not. I'm not sure what that is. May you describe the crystal that we seek with the druids. Yeah, he holds his hands out, and he makes an oblong shape about the size of a large pine cone. He said it's a multifaceted gem, and he kind of points to your staff. He said, but it doesn't have branching crystals. In fact, it makes more of a cone or dome shape on one end to a point on the other. It is shaped like grapes. Each are a different color. The uh, the purple grape mash number three is a dark amethyst crystal shaped in pointed grapes. And he kind of like begins to draw it out in the dust of the table. He said the red dragon crush was a dark ruby crystal in the same shape. He said that emulated a strange glow when it was put out. It gives off a red light. As for the amber crystal that was stolen generations ago by Strahd. I have never seen it myself. 
but I imagine if the other two look very similar, it too would also look close to the same. My friends and this I are quite... Witch. Go ahead. My friends and I are You're quite right, exhausted. Right. My friends and I are quite exhausted from fighting the druids and the tree blights. If we were to retrieve this gem free, we would need to rest for the night. You... I wish I could extend you the rights of hospitality in my own home. However, more druids will come. They always do. We tried killing them off for a couple days on end. They would raise more blights. They brought that tree creature this time, either to destroy the vineyard or to have a permanent watchdog, if you will, over the property. They seek to reclaim the land under Strahd's authority. Do you have a cart you may lend us for the journey? You can take the Winefield cart downstairs if you so choose. You can rest here for perhaps an hour or two, but by nightfall, I'm sure there will be more. Or, uh, I guess it's night right now. It's like seven, eight o'clock at night at this point. So, you know, he'll tell you that they typically come four times a day, midnight being one of them. So not quite long enough for a long rest. Marius, you wanted to speak as well? I was going to ask about this witch that you mentioned took the other gem. Do you know what her name was? Lasaga. Baba Lasaga. It's not the first time I've heard of this witch. She must be quite notorious in these lands. Where does she reside? She's a blight upon our land. I... We do not track her for fear of losing one of our order. However, I've been told she can be found towards the swamps. Are you seeking us to retrieve two gems for you, or just one? For now, I seek at the singular gem at Yester Hill. It will stop the druids, hopefully. And it will bring back some wine production. As for the other two, I fear they are lost for creatures that are stronger than our own. Well, maybe we should make our way to this Yester Hill and go and find out what is going on. Why these druids have taken the jewel. Should we unload the wine in the cart so that we may rest on the way there? I have it something, risky to uh, travel. Go ahead. Don't we have Trundle and the cart that we've been pulling, or did you abandon the cart? The city the was under siege. We were not able to get the cart when we left. Mm, we traveled by use of magical steeds. Trundle as well. Well, I, I have a new way of providing us refuge when we sleep. Uh, it will provide us protection. So maybe we should go follow just off the side of the road towards the Yester Hill that was mentioned. And I'm sorry, what was your name again, good sir? Davian Martikov. Ah, I know your son, Erwin Martikov. Yes, he is that. Do you not like your own boy? It's complicated. 
Well, maybe you could tell us why once we come back with your gym. Perhaps. What a dick, bro. What? And what is our reward here? Why am I fighting to the death? Well, you are getting paid a favor um, from the tavern itself at the Blue Water Inn. On top of that, a small monetary reward. You also, I think it was information, if I remember correctly, was one of the big motivations for why you were taking on this quest. And, you know, stopping We also get housing at the uh, Blue Water Inn. Yep, free housing and food. Calamban okay, uh, is not the part of the group when we struck this bargain. Well, that's his problem. <laughs> right. well, he would not know about the, the bargain of that, would he? No, he's asking why he's helping him, essentially. Uh, well, let's not dump all the wine off the cart. Why don't uh, you send some of, or any of your family nearby? Have them take the wagon and get it over to the town quickly. I was going to suggest that, too. Uh, make me a persuasion check. I can do that. I'll roll a persuasion. As I roll an 8. Can I roll persuasion too? You can roll try, but he's already reluctant to do so. Motherfucker's sending us to our death and he can't wait, fucking wait, do wait, us. Wait, 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 wait. Don't I have rustic hospitality or does he not count? You could try. What do you mean? That's not a skill. That's just a... Go ahead and uh, make a persuasion check at advantage since you are rustically hospitable, Burn. <laughs> I got a 5. Oof. I'm going to use a lucky though. Persuasion. For a two? Jesus, why are you rolling so bad today? He's going to spit at you. <laughs> oh, I hit performance, perfect. I'm sorry. What are you rolling to get a two? Not twenty! Hey. You each plead your case to him. Marius, you kind of stutter and sputter. Ozol, you start out really well and then begin to kind of attempt to temporally displace yourself to... Oh, I could just suggestion him. God damn it. Um, to to do that as you begin to just kind of stutter and stammer, potentially rattled from the fight itself. Uh, who knows? Uh, Burn, as you begin to make an appeal, you you soften his heart a little bit, and he says, "Please understand that each person I send, a member of our order, is in danger, and each person in this order is family." Would you put those you love in Dan Harm's way? My friend, you're sending us in Harm's way. Yeah, exactly. Is it not your job to to sell the wine to the rest of the land? We have been trying our best. Why do you think Irwin sent you over here to help us? Clearly, I am not enough. We are going to go and solve that problem for you now, so you're... Family members should be relatively safe on the road heading away from Yester Hill. I will take the wine my myself. Loved ones because I ride with my loved ones. We're Ooh, all here good now. line. Uh, he says, I will take the wine halfway. I don't want to be caught in any of the cities. And I will wait for you along the road. Oh, thanks, Burn. That's so nice of you to say. He, uh, he points to a pot on your map. He says, where the river crossing is, I will take the wine 
in two days' time, meet you at the river's crossing, and let you transport the rest of the way back, giving you a head start and helping you as much as I can without putting too much of our order in danger. Agreed? What do you mean your order? He doesn't answer you when you say that. He just kind of shrugs. I think he should tell us what his order is. Are you insisting? I insist. <laughs> he smirks at you. He's like, You've, you have seen what I am. There are very few of us. We help those who are true of heart and pure of heart. Interesting. What do you mean? Hard if to you come can by prove yourself to be Barovia. an ally of the Keepers of the Feather, then perhaps our order will be open to helping you. Very he well. takes a single feather from his right ear, kind of uh, like sticking almost like, like you know those cool like hats, right? Like the fedora, how sometimes they'll have the feather in them. He kind of has one tucked behind his right ear. Uh, it's a black raven feather and he sets it on the table. He says, give that to Erwin when you return and perhaps he will tell you more. Do you suspect that your memory uh, is clear of any more druids for now? I doubt it. They've been making foul magics in the cellar. Well, let's take a quick moment here and heal ourselves and then let's go clear this cellar before we move on. Oh. Cellar too? Jesus. He uh, opens the window partway, <laughs> nods at you, Marius, transforms into a raven, and uh, joins his other friends uh, as they fly up to the roof. I'll begin a short sermon and start speaking for the next ten minutes unless anyone interrupts or walks off again to cast Prayer of Healing at the second level. I can choose up to uh, six creatures that I can see within a range of 30 feet uh, to he regain hit points equal to 2d8 plus my spellcasting multiplier, and the spell has no effect on undead or cre uh, constructs. But if you stay, you will heal for 19 hit points. Do we get uh, bonus hit points or no? Just up to full? That's 19 hit points. Just, just If it takes you to your cap, then you're capped out. Thanks, bro. Um, he, he, um, Davian will give you one last warning before he takes off, actually. Uh, sorry, I was trying to help you out here with the persuasion. He says, you know, we try to be quiet about how we take out our business. Mayhaps stealth could help you. Oh, then he turns into a raven and goes out. Yes, I love it. I fucking love it. I fucking uh, Ozal, in this, what do you call it, like 30 minutes of resting time? Sure. Uh, which I guess you guys can make take a short rest for those of you who have hit dice. Do you summon back your Tressum into existence? Uh, yes, I will. And he'll take the form of, obviously, the Tressum. Uh, during a short rest, uh, if I'm level... We're level 5, right? You are level 5. So that'll be two spell slots from Arcane Recovery. And I'm going to recover two first level spell slots to get up to 4. Burn and Stolas, don't forget to heal your 19 hit points that I have provided you. 
Ooh. That brings me up to 30. Sorry, I still lost. That would have brought you to full health. Jesus, negative three. I just died. Thanks. I was trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> it's a short rest, so I don't, do I get any lay on hands back? You don't get lay on hands back. You have to take a long rest for that. But you do get one first level spell slot back. Oh, no. All right, perfect. Sweet. And if you, those of you who were focusing on spells, please know that they are gone. Wait, what did they wrong Probably. hit this for? Uh, Mage Armor should still be in effect, right? Because it's an eight-hour spell? Oh. Right, not you. It's only been, okay, gotcha. Sorry, I meant like the other effects, yeah, like yeah. a magic yeah, weapon. Yeah, magic weapon or... and the shield, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I extended... Two hit dice during this, this short rest to heal myself. So I'm just two points off for full. Dean, do you want to use any hit dice or are you good? I don't, I don't know what that means. You can heal yourself with hit dice on your core sheet. It says uh, under temporary hit points, there's a number of hit dice you can expend to heal yourself. Oh, yes. So just, in my no. case, it's just, D6. Can just keep in two? mind that you only regain half of those hit dice on an extended on a long rest so can i like attune myself to this uh staff thing i found earlier hell yeah if we have time i mean okay i'm gonna roll one hit dice then uh yeah go ahead still uh you i i want to say it was all cast so do i didn't get me. 13 health back yes on top of the... Well, you guys rolled a five? That sucks. Scroll, scroll down, also. Oh, there we go. So are we going to the cellar now, I guess? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll narrate that here in just a second. Oh, okay. um, Dini, yes, with Ozal's help on this short rest, um, casting Identify, and you attuning to this weapon, you are now attuned to it, just for the ease of use, because you're probably going to need it. Yeah, uh, I uh, I don't see it in my list of um, like my player tab. I don't. Will you link the name in chat and I'll search for it? It should be. Oh, hold on. Why not add it to your player sheet? Let's take a look. It's in a book. Reading rainbow. I did not. All right. Sorry, I'm scrolling back up at the moment. Zach, you want to read some uh, comments or shout outs? That's a no. All right. Back, sorry. Let's go to read some comments really quick while I'm searching for Denise's staff in our chat. Oh, yeah. Um, Cuervo says, just wanted to say hi per Mark's request. When you left, uh, Abdulio says, the DM is the engine of the game. <laughs> Barking dog <laughs> says, bark. I love that guy so much. <laughs> um, I think that's it so far. 
copy. Shout out to the people watching. Staff of the Python is what it was called. Sorry, I had to go back and catch it. And Dini, it is now on your player sheet. Cool, thanks. All right, let's clear the cellar out. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, uh, you guys take your short rest in this small room uh, with the doors locked. The ravens will kind of perch uh, on the window seal. And uh, being that the window is open, you can hear them. Uh, once you guys are done resting, one of them caws and then flutters down and then looks up at you and then looks down. Uh, you make your way back outside and around as it kind of flies, giving you little quote-unquote Skyrim markers to get to. Uh, it gets to this back door and gently hops on one foot and then pecks at the ground at the stairs right here um, to this door. And you can see the word cellar written across it. Wow. Now, the fun part. How would you like to proceed? Is the door locked? It is not locked. All right. Standard marching order? Burn. Calamban. Stolas. Hell yeah. Ozol. For now, I'm going to blink the Tressum. Okay. I can are you going to back. use stealth in any way with your Tressum? Or are you... I guess that's what I'm asking. Right? How are you proceeding this quote-unquote stealth mission that you're so excited about? Wait, this is the stealth mission? Or oh, yeah. going to Underhill is a stealth mission? Well, that would be wise as well. Okay, so we're doing two stealth missions. Um, okay, so okay, first when I said I'm blinking the Tressum as a as a free action, I can just send it out of existence and I can re kind of constitute it for free without casting the spell. So just to clarify. Um, I did have a question about invisibility, Cody. Mm -hmm. You're invisible, but in like Burn and Caliban's case, they still suck at stealth. So how does that interact with their so disadvantage at stealth? There's a couple ways in D&D to really search for a creature that's invisible, right? So like when you're reading through certain animal stats, it'll be like, oh, this creature has advantage on wisdom perception checks that involve hearing or smell or sight you automatically succeed on the stealth roll for sight, being that you are invisible. However, there are some factors that can give you away. If you're in the snow, there's obviously footprints. If it's heavy snow or rain, there's your outline, you know, from the flex of things that are hitting you. Uh, yeah. You still make noise. You can still be seen or heard or not seen. You can still be heard, right? Mm -hmm. So just because you're invisible doesn't necessarily mean that you're full-on stealth god, right? You just okay. can't be seen under normal circumstances. Okay, that's all I needed to know. I'm not going to do anything then. Can I, uh, can I, like, disguise myself as, like, a tree creature thing? Oh, do it. Oh, stole us. Um, yeah, I think that'd be fun. I could just be a little Marius also has the hat of disguise. They could go in there and just fuck shit up. Don't I have a cloak of disguise? No, you gave it to no. Hat of disguise. Disguise. Hat of disguise. Proficiency with disguise self. Oh, what's my disguise oh, my self. You make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person, look different until the spell ends. You can use your action to dismiss it. You seem one foot taller or shorter. 
can appear thin, fat, or in between. You can't change your body type, so you must adopt the form of the most basic range of the limbs. Otherwise, losing yourself. Yes, that's a very interesting. Cause I yeah, cause I got the mask of many faces, so I don't know if that's like. Do you want to be one of the vine creatures? Do you want to be one of the druids? Or do you want to be one of the twig blights? Ooh. Um, probably not one of the druids, only because if they try to communicate with me, I might make a fool of myself. So (laughs) I'll go ahead and uh, disguise myself as a, uh, a twig blight. Okay. You have killed enough at this point and seen enough to know that you can turn into one. You get real thin, you grow just a little bit, and your illusion is kind of awkward. Now, what I'm going to need from you, Stolas, to really pull this off, because it's, it's just an illusion of sight. You look at this creature, but now can you act like this creature? So if you're going to go down the cellar and you're going to try and pass yourself off, it's going to be a performance check to succeed. Does that nice. make sense? Yeah, perfect. Okay. I think Marius, I can uh, Marius, with your hat of disguise, are you going to transform into a creature? Or what is your plan as the group plans out this adventure into the cellar? I'll, uh, I'll use the hat of disguise then to... Uh make myself look like one of these druids. Ah. Alright. Dude, we can make this work. Okay. You shrink in size, get this kind of muddy, real crunchy looking dreadlock having staff carrying druid. You're a vegan now. Burn, column be ready at the uh, the door here. We'll try and send some up. I was born ready. Love it. I'll stand behind I Burn. I was premature, so I was very ready. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I will have Ozol, Kalimban, and Burn. Put yourselves where you want to be and how you want to be at Burn. If you're mounted, go ahead and be mounted if that's something you want. Ozol, take your strategic stance, I guess, wherever you want to put yourself to cast spells, whether that's through the doorway, off to the side, so when they come running out Star Wars style, you blast them from behind. Yeah, can I be, yeah. or maybe Caliban will be... Blast from behind. Yeah, I was going to say, can I, you want me at the at the front door there? Yeah. You want to stop with me? Yeah, I'll be right here. If I have Trundle with me, he, he also attacks, yeah? He can on your turn. Well, does it count as my turn? Like, uh, it, it like gets a, a little action? complicated. Technically, his attack would be taking up one of your attacks. So instead of attacking twice with your sword, you'd be attacking with his hooves. However, if you're mounted on him, you can use his movement as part of your movement, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> um, I'll wait. Uh, I'll just not be mounted. Okay. Do you want me to put Trundle somewhere else, or why don't you put Trundle where you want him to be, and you put yourself where you want to be? Well, it's kind of hard, because he's always in my heart. He is always in your heart. He is so in your heart, he's a, now a celestial creature you can summon. Yes. Um, 
We're we're storming this door right here that's in front of Ozol. And no, you've we're... never been to this cellar, so you don't know. <laughs> we are uh -oh. not storming anything, Burn. Sorry. Hold on, I'm getting my map ready. Shouldn't I have more light on me if I have a necklace? Let's I take a look at your token settings. Dynamic lighting. You are producing 20 feet of bright light and 20 feet of dim light. Which There's is a building the there. We're not. Yeah, yeah, we're not. Oh, you it's could stand okay. here. Yeah, bud, say, you're, 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 at the you're, do you're at the doorstep. Okay. Yeah, I'll, so I'll, I'll stand on the other side of the stairs with uh, Gallon. Cool. Now you're officially flanking if anything comes out on the stairs. We'll have advantage. Yes, sir. You could probably right. even have a held action, right? Uh, yeah, you could up. say that you're prepared for the first creature that comes out, all three of you, for whatever action you'd like to take. If you can lead to, them Do I need out. to roll initiative again for that? Not or? yet. We are not there yet. Okay. I'm going to ready Firebolt. I'm going to move Stolas and Marius in. Stolas and Marius, you enter section W10. Um, this is the glass blower's workshop. There's a dirty window on the south wall that allows dim light to enter this room. Wine bottles are manufactured here. The environment is has tools laying around, a wooden rack, um, a bunch of different glassware and glass blowing tools. The forge or the um, fireplace to your left is actually Zach. Will you bring the tressum back out just for uh, so they can see what's going on? Yeah. Um is not lit currently and there is a set of stairs that you can uh see leading down uh to the cellar you think in your mind well actually no you also can hear a deeper voice speaking to a higher pitched voice and the shambling of what sounds like wood on stone floors that fucking tree wire coming below you Blight, go down the stairs. Will do. <laughs> I'll follow behind. Of course, I don't say that out loud because I'm supposed to be a tree. Okay, uh, go ahead and scroll down, Zach. Oh, there I, I was like, actually, like almost exactly straight down from where you're at. Oh shit! There we go. Uh, the stairs end, and there is a slightly closed. There is a closed door, and you can hear more voices and more shambling. Go on. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue. I'll Stolas, follow down. You open the door and see three other needle blights that all turn and look at you. The druid to your south, who's speaking in hushed tones to someone behind the wall you cannot see, takes note of you. Roll me a performance check. Right. Eight. I will publicly roll insight. Or wisdom, if this character does not have it insight. It does not. Ouch! Damn. It cocks its head at you. Nat 20? Read the roll. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Nat 20 for a total of 22. Uh, it cocks its head at you, 
uh, as it hears another set of footsteps coming down and stomps a staff towards you. What do you do? What does that mean, stomps a staff? It looks right at you. Its eyes flare a little bit with kind of like this red glow of power as it stomps a staff down at the ground towards you. Uh, Go ahead and give me insight. Let me see what I can give you on this. Okay. Or Arcana. Either one. Oh, okay. Let me see which one's better for me. Only insight, yeah. 19. You think, based on what you have seen, is that the the needle blights don't do a whole lot without a druid nearby, and you think that she is attempting to make either give you a command or make some sort of contact with you via druidic magic. Okay. Do do I know? I guess if these creatures generally will just listen to the druid that created them or can they be created by or or controlled by any druid you are unsure being that druidic magic really is not your forte gotcha um marius would (laughs) you like to assist stolos for another performance check i would as i'm going to walk through the door uh we're under attack we need help upstairs jesus christ uh, the druid looks at you. Uh, Did you just like speak that in comment or? <laughs> cocks ahead and makes yeah. a symbol with its fingers, uh, crossing. Um, I'm just going to show it on cam because I can't fucking describe it. Kind of like something like this, where both fingers are crossed, um, and begins to speak to you. Um, while using what you would perceive as druid craft in her speech. You hear a booming voice from around the corner, and it says, Attacked by who? But this figure is not within sight. Some sort of adventurers are upstairs. A hulking man steps past this woman and through and thrusts this gnarly looking spear into the ground and says well lead on show me these creatures at which point I will begin going back up the stairs and okay. I'm going to bramble along after you <laughs> <laughs> okay I'll drag you back up Oh, come on now. Oh, oh you're dragging yourself. It's still awesome. Um, Marius, where did I put you? You go up the stairs, followed by several needle blights. Uh, go ahead and move yourselves out wherever you would like to be uh, as you exit the door. And then we can pop things off from there as I start moving tokens. Okay.
help of character, I'm happy we went and checked this basement. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marius and Stolas, you walk out calmly through the stairs as the twig lights begin to follow. I believe Burn and Caliban, you have held actions as you see this first creature emerge. I do too. Yeah, it knows all. Um, so whoever wants to go our, first can go first. Are we doing like We're, initiative or anything? <clears throat> we will in just a second. I'm going to resolve oh. the held actions first. I see, gotcha. Would you mind the, removing the line of sight on the door so we can see into it? Uh, yes, I can do that. Thank you. Much Good better. call, Maximus. Thank you. All right. Go ahead and do what you do. He's not there yet. How do I use... Caliban. How do I use my breath weapon? Oh, the 30-foot line. So you would have to be probably here if you wanted to hit all of them. So if you want to use your held action to move here... Yes. Then you could expend your breath weapon, which they would have to make dexterity saving throws, which I will roll now. As he hit the uh, breath weapon button like five times. Yes, so I will take whatever the first result was. <laughs> Dan, I'm sorry. Needle blight, character sheet, dexterity saving throw. One, two, three, four. None of which meet your dexterity check. So they take a total uh holy fucking Let's breath weapons. I would, uh, I would just have him ro roll it now. Now that you've done your saves, because you know he wants to. Now that he knows how the button works. Yeah, go ahead and yeah. hit it again. We'll give you the benefit of that. Hold on, look at that button. Back up, okay. You got it. We believe in you. Now I'm only hitting him one time this time, right? Yes. There we, right there we go. Eight damage. You take all of these needle blights. Holy shit. Too critical. Oh, you look. Oh. oh, he swings a big stick. He does. Let's fucking go. That is your held action. Ozal, what do you do? I'm going to ping this first one here with Firebolts, which is uh, 20. Uh, I rolled a 22. And that it's uh, 2d10, so that's 9 damage. It immolates itself, bursting into flames, uh, dying. <laughs> hey. Nice. GM layer 2. Okay. Uh, Burn, you have a held action. What do you do? Uh, you see Caliban step to the left, unleash his draconic fire breath for the day. Ozol follows up, torching these twig lights as they all scream and writhe in pain. Um, they're still alive, yeah? Uh, the one in front of you has died, but you could step in the doorway and attack the next one in line if you wanted to. Okay, let me do that. Oh, um, and I'm just gonna, 
Dude, Swing for give the hills, him the all one two. Oh, I'm Ooh, sorry. I'm still two under. ones. Um. Oh my critical goodness. one table. You know what I forgot, Burn? Brought to you by Reddit, the D and D five E resource. Critical. Oh no, it's an attack. Table. I can re-roll. Oh, you have two attacks, good sir. That. What does that mean? You failed the first attack with a critical one. So yeah, but I can re-roll a one. That is for damage, my good sir. What? Yep. That doesn't make any sense. I never. So when you roll your weapon dice, if you pull up your character sheet, burn Dawnbringer, go to character sheet. We'll scroll down the right hand side. We have the fighting style that is Great Weapon Fighter. When you roll a 1 or a 2 on the damage die when you are attacking with a melee weapon you are wielding with two hands, you can re-roll the die and must take the new result, even if the new roll is a 1 or a 2. The weapon must have the two-handed or versatile property for you to gain this benefit. I do have the two-handed weapon. Correct, but that is damage die. What does that mean? I've never had a damage So, when die. you roll the dice, you roll to hit... And then you roll damage. So on here, if you look at the, the ones that you rolled, both red, which I think is kind of hilarious, you rolled a critical one to hit, which is a critical failure, and 10 damage. So please roll D100s on the weapon attack fumble chart. How many? Just one D100s. 19. Melee. <laughs> Melee, you get tangled with your enemy and fall over. Oh. You are knocked prone and your movement is reduced to zero. Your target must succeed a DC 10 dexterity check or they are also knocked prone. Interesting. Uh, so you are now lying f- face down. Where is my prone? There it is. You are now prone. Uh, <laughs> and the twig blind is also... Where is... Oh, come on. Press to exit on it. Dexterity saving throw. It is also prone. That, uh... You can make an attack on the prone creature in the doorway. I'm prone. How am I going to attack it? Wait, so so his second attack, just to be clear, missed? Uh, well... Hold on. Yeah, how does that work? I have the rolls check super quick for prone. Unless, Max, you know off the top of your head. You know he gets advantage if someone's attacking him on the ground. And melee attacks have disadvantage. Being prone, combat... Correct. So he would have disadvantage on the attack. So I would have him him re-roll the second attack with Horse Cutter, or you could use the 14. It's up to you. Uh, I mean, either way, it it hits. I'm going to take the 14 just for the the sake of speed, since that's the lower of the two, which still hits and does 14 damage, killing (laughs) the prone Twig Blight. That, uh, you meant to do that, right? No. Oh, okay. Whew. 
All right. Let's do initiative. Hold on for just a second. I will clear the counter here. Remove all turns. Clear. Go ahead and roll when you are ready. I rolled a nine. I rolled an 18. 14. My, my track. Do it again. All right, everybody's in. Neobite, Ozol, Stolas, Burn. Um, Mark, with your token, you actually have to click your character token and have it highlighted, and then pull up your player sheet, and then hit the word that says initiative. Okay. So initiative will be next to armor class on that uh, top row. Oh, there we go. Uh, 5.14. Perfect. Descending. Marius, you're first. All right, for my turn, uh, I am going to uh, point back here and cast Fairy Fire. Nice. As uh, a first level spell. So it's a each object in a 20 foot cube within the range for concentration up to a minute glows with a violet light. Any creature in the area when the spell is cast also is outlined and it if it fails a dexterity saving throw. For the duration objects and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10 foot radius any attack roll against an affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it, and the affected creature or object cannot benefit from invisibility. So I need uh, dexterity saving throws from looks like five, four or five creatures. Anything in the room there? And then burn is just outside of the radius. My DC is a saving throw of 16. Cody, did the big fat guy die? What big fat guy? There was a big fat guy that was right here. Or right He's here. not there yet. Oh, he was definitely there. Yeah, he moved up. Yes, I moved him up a layer, but technically he's oh, not okay. that far with his movement. I was just making sure if he died or not. Nope. He has not emerged yet. He's not fat. Uh, I have one success from a singular <laughs> needle blight. He's big bone. Perfect. The rest of them glow with a, a violet light. And we will have advantage to attack them for the next uh, minute while I concentrate on this spell. Um, otherwise, I do not have a bonus or movement that I can do since I cast that. Okie dokie. Stolas. Sweet. Um, is this thing over here a window? Like right uh, here? Can you ping it for me? Yes, yeah, that is a window. Right there, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it possible to, like, shoot right through that? Um, <laughs> or is that not a thing? You 
Uh, odd or even? Um, odd? Yes. Sweet. <laughs> okay, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the druid there. So I'm gonna go ahead and attack her or him. Them. With advantage? Yep. Through the windows. Yeah. Any of the purple dots are advantage attacks. Nice. Ooh, uh, 19 and 22 both hit. Eldritch Blast dealing 14 force damage. And would you like to push her down the, them down the stairs? Oh, uh, that would be hilarious. Oh, actually, so no, I they would. would they would come back because there's a set of doors right there. Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry. Sad. Okay, that's fine. Just attack. That's it. Uh, if it makes you feel better, they also are bloodied. Nice. And they are pushed back, blown through the doors as the <laughs> glass breaks out, whizzing past these two needle blights who have no clue what has happened whatsoever. Um, yeah, that, that was awesome. Holy cow. Thank you. Uh, Burn, you are prone. If you use half your movement, you can stand up. Which leaves you with 15 feet. I presume that's something you want to do. No, Cody. I'm going to lay on the ground the whole time. Okay, well. I, I don't know your <laughs> high-level gamer skills of uh, sick moves, bro. Uh, my levels don't matter here. It's all based on the fucking dice. So, yes, I'm going to stand up <laughs> and move. Or, yeah, so half my movement is to stand up. And I'm just gonna attack the the next guy. Oh, I'm not. On, I'm on the stream here on stream, screen. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't it drag? Yeah. And this guy, this guy in front of me. I'm just gonna. Can I can I make a recommendation? Yes. I would make one attack at advantage with that one, and then either move forward five feet or attack adjacent to this one, uh, and split up your two attacks since you can do that. Because this one is critical, and they okay, have low hit points. Let me do that. Horse cutter on the first guy. At advantage. Oh. Hits dead. Doesn't matter. Dead. All right. Oh, can I do something cool? Oh, man. Sure. No, go ahead. What do you want to do? I was going to see if I could stab it, like, all the way through, and, like, spin and throw it into the other guy. Uh, I tell you what, you can make a shove attack on that dead body to try and kill the, the this one. I just wanted to do something cool. No, go ahead. Go ahead and try it. You have advantage. He's bright purple. Alright. Uh, uh, what, uh, what do I roll? Give me strength, strength athletics check. Yep. Strength athletics. At advantage. At advantage. Oh, that's a saving throw. Where's my... Uh, left hand side. Uh, yep. 26. <laughs> Roll me a d6. Alright. d6. Get a 6. Five. Oh, close. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> you thrust your sword with horse cutter straight through this uh, uh, needle blight, lift it up off the ground over your head. And in an arcing slash, throw its body against the other uh, needle blight in the room, this one, striking it, 
its body comes flying off as it begins to wither, hitting it against the wall and throwing it ten feet. Uh, as it hits against the, the glass blower's table and just tools and glass go everywhere, uh, it's enough to kill this creature. Yeah, yo! Hell yeah. Bye-bye. At which point, moving up the stairs, um, let me consult my sheet, because... Uh, also, this character will be rolled from behind the DM screen as a heads up. Why are you this way? Oh, sick. Okay. Um, For the record, I think you should have named him Kevin the Blood Color. Oh, that is the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> what about now? Boop, there we go. Um, two things happen. One, he <laughs> totally pushes past this needle blight coming up the stairs, uh, looks through the open doorway to this druid as he carves the spear across his hand taking one point of damage. The blood oozing out from his hands begins to coagulate and swirl into a sphere, which he hurls at the druid out of sight from where you're at. The druid uh, begins to hiss and writhe on the ground as you hear the breaking of bones as it transforms. Sick. This thing's druidish. <laughs> <laughs> And then he will use his action. Token layer. The druid is gone. To Misty Step. here at which point he will use his once a day at will power to grow to his full size so he just cast three spells in one turn he has power he has oh calm down he has one active spell ability he has a bonus action and then an at will ability so action bonus action free action He's a big old boy. Yeah, he is. He is very large. And that is his turn. Ozal. Yo. Um, that's a big boy. That is definitely a big boy. Um, wow, that is huge. How tall is he? He is giant. Uh, roughly... Consult his character sheet for an accurate... Like 20, 30, 50, 100? I just know uh, like a rough estimate. 25 feet tall. Holy shit. Wow. Okay, I'm going to cast Mirror Image. Uh, subtracting one second level spell slot. 
as three copies of myself kind of like generate from myself. Uh, and in order to attack me, he'll have to roll a... Uh, if I roll a six or higher, I change the attack's target to a duplicate. When he kills one duplicate, it must roll an eight or higher. With one duplicate, it's an 11 or higher. The duplicate's AC is 10 plus my dex, which is 11. So there's now four Ozol standing in front of this big boy. And that'll conclude my turn. Okie dokie. Caliban. Ooh. Let me look at my character sheet on this one. Fuck him up, Mark. <laughs> What's the plan? I assume you rage for your anger. Oh, yes. Last rage of the day? Am I still raging? No, it would have ended during your short rest, but I think this is number two for today. Yeah, let's 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 rage, baby. Wait, I okay, sorry. You should have a button that says rage on here. Oh, yeah. you have three rages a day. I'm sorry. So, uh, do I have to click on it? Uh, yes. There should be one for rage. That's just, it just has me to change the text. Doesn't have like a button. Oh. Was that it? It's fine. You're good. Okay. I will just add the numbers manually. That's weird. I thought you had a button that modified your rage. But it looks like maybe oh. it accidentally got deleted. Go ahead. And then I will, uh... Fuck, what am I gonna do? Guess I'm gonna use Winter's Howl. Okay. I'm trying to swing as hard as I can and blast this guy. Does 20 hit? 20 does hit. For how much damage? Oh, baby. Well, Mark, in the uh, chat bubble there now, if you hover over Winter's Howl yeah. and click on that, it'll roll damage. Oh, is that, what, is that what I'm doing wrong? I can... Hold on. I'll change your character sheet so it's automatically automatically rolls damage with the attack. One moment. There you go. Now if you hit, okay. we'll hit, I'll roll it for you this time, but now from now on it'll automatically roll damage for you. Oh, okay. Okay, you hit, dealing 12 slashing and 2 ice, which it takes, and I believe you have a second attack. Oops, wrong button. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, go ahead. Okay. <coughs> For your second attack. Sorry. 16 does not hit. Fuck. No, it does hit. I'm so sorry. It does hit. 
for 10 damage. 22 total? Yes, sir. Nice hits. Uh, Marius Rodari. For my turn, I will present my shield and begin the prayer to the Night Mother. May her divine twilight guard us as I uh, cast Twilight Sanctuary as my action. My bonus action, I will summon the spiritual weapon of the Night Mother and have it slash at this giant creature. Uh, spiritual weapon. 25 to hit. God damn. For 12, for 12 force damage. Perfect. It takes and then... the force damage. I will give myself nine temporary hit points. Uh, I'm assuming there's actually enough room to move around this creature to try and get into a flank. There is. So I would like to position myself then uh, in a flank with Columban as I have 30-foot movement. Yeah, uh, go ahead and just move yourself on the other side. It'll put you down in the lower part of the map because there's a divider, but you can Here? move yourself there. Yep. Okay. And I will move the tressum so you can see. That is it for me. Perfect. Still lost. Um, as a little guy, is it possible for me to climb through this window, depending on how big it is? Sure. Nice. Okay. I'm going to attack this dude by the stairs. Yeah, go ahead. Bam. You. 18 and 26. Oh, it's dead. It just explodes. These needle blights are kind of a joke. He's. Oh, oh no. Vasily von Holtz, what are you doing here? It's two Ozols. I was about to say, where did he come from? <laughs> you killed You're too handsome so to be bad here. that uh, they randomly spawn other enemies. Why are you keeping Ozol <laughs> in this? You Stop killed them shit. So I was bad. doing undo. They, it's fine. You started your own legend amongst the Tree Blythe community. I got it. I got it. Just leave him Ozol. I'll take care of him. Why is your tressum in here? Oh, okay. Because it, we can't see anything. Oh. oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. Well, he's a barbarian, so... It's it totally like a burps in character. <laughs> uh, burn, your turn. Okay. Well... Fuck him up, see. Burn. Fuck him up, bro. Yeah, I'm, uh... Where's, where is he? This... I see your cat. Oh, he's out there. Okay. Yes. So I'm gonna move. If oh, I... you got advantage too. Fuck him up, bro. Is this good right here? Yeah, there's no one standing there. That's his spiritual weapon? That's Marius' spiritual weapon, yes. Oh, okay. I was like, bro, 
Okay. Yeah, let me let me hit this fool with the one two horse cutter with uh, smite. So get it. Uh, Twelve does not hit, but twenty three does for sixteen damage. But being that your weapon is not magical, he will take half damage from it. Wait, I thought Ozo. Oh, that's over. It's only an oh, hour. I was like, somebody gave me a, a thing. Okay. Well, thanks for nothing. Uh, but I'm gonna do uh, smite. So. Good choice. Don't I roll? Good choice. Two d eight or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any more spell slots? Yeah, I got. I got. Uh, two. Yeah, I have two. First level. No, I have four first level and two second level. Uh, That's total, on. not what's available, right? Yeah, it should be. No. Look to the right of that number, Burn. Yeah, it's four and two. Because You've I got used one four. Those are slots a... remaining. So you had three originally that you used first yeah, level. Got you got back. one back during the rest. Right. So you have two slots remaining in first level. And you've used your two second slots for the day because you haven't long rested yet. So you have two first level spells. And if Why you should say I have two? Yes, two first level spells. Slots no. remaining at first level. Okay, you just changed it because I had four. I had it three had and four. I got one back. Yes. We didn't I change had... it during short rest, which is why you have two now. So if you use Smite, you'll have used one more, which brings you to one. Does that make sense? No. You used a bunch when you did the Zelda spin in the first episode. Yeah, I don't think you subtracted these from your sheet. Is what happened. Because at the start of the day, today, you had three total slots. You cast a spell. Oh, so you should have three first level spots. There you go. That's what I'm saying. We'll say and three. I got one yeah. back. Yes. A first level. So you right. can smite at first level three times total in this fight. Excellent. I'm confused, but sure, whatever. We got you. Another just, seven. Moves. I had three, and I got one back, so I should have four, but now I only but have you, three again? You cast a spell this turn. You should have had... Anyways, it doesn't matter. You have two slots left for the day at first level. We'll talk about it off stream. I guess, because four minus one is three, so I don't know why it's two now. But okay. So what do I do? I rolled, the, so I, rolled D2, I rolled the d uh, D20. Cool. The so he takes 14 radiant damage. Oh, he's vulnerable. Yay. Uh, is this thing an undead creature or fiend of some kind? Are you asking me in official capacity using an ability, or are you asking me the Dungeon Master the, out of curiosity? The Divine Smite would deal an extra D8 of damage if he is one of those types. Yes. Roll another D8. Burn, burn. Oh, another D8. Yep. Oh, and baby! Another 14. Oh, yes! <clears throat> this creature reels as blood begins to pour out of Ooh. his chest. I will, Anything else uh, you'd like to do on your turn? Um, 
Let's see. Um, who, who's going to attack next? Uh, he, oh, is. he is. And then Hag. And then Hag. And then Ozol. And then Ozol. And then Kalimban. And then Kalimban. Because I could totally cast Divine Favor on Caliban. Oh no, that's a whole. That's not a bonus action. Oh, it is one bonus action. That might be cool. Nah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. That's my turn. Okay. At the end of your turn, you're going to get six temporary hit points from being within the Twilight Sanctuary. Hey, look at that. I'm gonna need him. All of us are just burning. What? All of us are just burn. Burn. Just burn. It's when you end your turn within the area. Cool. Okay. Kavan. The Bloodcaller lets out a vicious roar as all of the blood pouring out of his body begins to congeal against his body. And he goes into a rage. I don't like this. That's his bonus action. He Wait, then. Rage? Like Caliban's rage kind of thing? Yes, like Caliban's rage kind of thing. Uh, we'll look to you, Burn with anger in his eyes and he will attack 16 is not hit about 19 damn oh it's not why is it not adding my modifiers Oh, no, it did, I guess. 10 plus 6 plus 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He misses two of his hits in a blood rage. Makes me so sad. What a dingus. What an idiot. <laughs> what an absolute loser. What an absolute fucking cuckold, dude. More like Kaven the Cuck God. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry, I'm reading. Give me one second. Okay, that's a second. Okay. <laughs> so my kid says. <laughs> well, I am four years it. old. Yeah, so, that's <laughs> five. I got no answer ten. to that, though. 15, 20. I step diagonal so you don't hit me, Dini. This hag walks out, 25, and points at you, Ozal. Make a constitution saving throw. Bitch. Uh, constitution saving throw? Yes, sir. Uh, 12. But, um, for lucky, do I need to know? I can know if that is successful or not, correct? 
you get a reroll. Is it successful? You, you don't get to ask. You get to choose when you're going to use it. Uh, right? I think is what... I'll double check. Yeah. Double check before I tell yeah. you. You, you can't know the results. It, you declare it before you find out what the uh, results okay. are. And then you get to, you get to pick, pick whichever die okay. you want to use. Yeah, I'm going to use Lucky. What was it? A constitution saving throw? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take the 12. Okay. You fail. Call the blood. The blood hag targets a living creature within 30 feet that it can detect using her blood sense and makes the target bleed uncontrollably. The target must succeed a DC 16 constitution saving throw or suffer one of the falling effects below. Wait, wait. A target... Oh, go ahead. You have to hit me first. I have four ozols that are all identical. Oh, I don't have to hit you. It's a, an ability, son. You failed the constitution saving throw. I am not making a melee attack against you. Cry... Okay, so what happens now? <laughs> uh, sorry, where was I? Uh, on a constitution save throw, I suffer one of the effects below. A target that saves successfully cannot be affected by the hag's ability for the next 24 hours. Uh, I use blood choke curse. The target's mouth fills with blood, preventing any speech or spell casting with verbal components for the next minute. Okay. So... That was not an attack, is what you're saying? Because it is not a physical attack. It was an ability. Spells generally don't fall under the same descriptor as like mirror image protects you from being attacked by like a a melee component or a, or bowman, but spells are a different story. Uh huh. And that's not it. Has anything to do with AC, right? has nothing to do with nope. AC. Okay, that's fine. So what happens? I just can't talk? You cannot talk, which means you cannot cast any spells that take the verbal component. That's fine. For the next minute. So, okay. ten rounds. Okay, that's fine. Um, Is this the... Uh, what used to be the druid, by the way? Yes, it is. She comes shambling out, uh, just caked in blood as this gross disgusting hag has been transformed by Kervin the blood caller uh, she is her turn should still be, she should still be marked by the fairy fire uh yeah you're right sorry I just didn't boop there you go thank you kind sir you're very welcome uh Ozol that's your turn bud hey thank god okay uh let me just double check one thing uh, I have a question. Um, I'm not seeing my weapon on my list. Where, where did it you put is it? Is down in items. I think is where it got put when I just dragged and dropped it over. So if you scroll all the way down under item name, it's the very last one called Staff of the Python. I'll expand it here. Okay, I see it. Okay, I saw it. Uh, Cody, Thanks. what is the um? Cross the skull and crossbones above her head. Mean she's bloodied. Perfect. So, um, I, I guess meta knowledge for you, since she was already bloodied when transformed, her hit block technically changes for damage. However, specifically written into this creature, she transforms with the proportional amount of health that she would have. So, if she was okay. at half health or quarter health, since so she was at quartered, or excuse me, half, 
she did not come back at full health. Yeah. Okay. So she's that's fine. Pre-bloodied. Um. Second question. I just want to make sure for my hit points. I didn't take any damage from that blood thing, right? You took no damage, bud. Okay. You perfect. just, just well, your mouth okay, is fine. literally overflowing with blood. So okay. You I'm gonna use a level two spell slot to cast ice knife. Ice knife, rather, at level two. Uh, ice knife does not need a verbal component. Hey, hey. Uh, that will deal. Uh, let's see, ten piercing and seven cold damage. That's DC seventeen save for dexterity. Uh, I'm sorry. Where are you casting it? Doesn't have a look at a f- range effect. The lady. Yeah. Yes. Kyle and Man's gonna take a little bit of damage, but I need to be okay. able to do this. And what save yeah. do I need? Uh, DC seventeen save of dexterity. Wait, I thought his turn seventeen. Tie goes so to you, so it hits. Okay. Your tie goes to the attacker. Yeah, seventeen damage, ten piercing, seven cold. Okay, she takes half from the piercing and all of the cold. Minus seven, minus five. And then Caliban, you have a DC seventeen. Or uh, let me check. Uh, you have a DC seventeen dexterity save for five damage. Or 2d6 cold damage, rather. Which is 7. Oh. Uh, Zach has a habit of hurting us in battle, so... I'm sorry, I believe I saved your ass twice in the last two games. Yeah, we also have hit me more than that. I don't think I've hit you specifically more than that. Yeah, you fucking (laughs) made me pass out and then you hit me with fire. That's the only two times I can recall right now. Oh boy. <laughs> well, to be fair, I was going to cast magic weapon on you, but I have blood curdling out of my mouth right now, so uh, you're welcome for that. That's right, I can take it, baby. Well, welcome for what? Just admit- for these nuts. I just admitted you didn't do anything. Oh, fucking funny. Okay. Caliban. DC 17 save, Mark. Let's go. What am I doing? Dexterity saving throw. Uh, dexterity, dexterity on your, your uh, core page. You'll click dexterity to turn red. Sorry, I didn't. I thought I was just subtracting seven from my hit points. My bad. It's cool, bro. Love you nonetheless. I'm fucking clicking. I'll do it. Oh, nope. Am I doing, what am I doing wrong here? It should turn red. When oh, okay, I click. There, did I get it? Oh, yeah, yeah you guys both five. five. Uh, you so failed. you take seven you take. damage. Oh, sorry, I already, bro. I did it out of love, though. I already subtracted it. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I thought that and was automatic. I'm know. going to cast telekinetic to push her to this stairs here. Uh, okay. So that would be a. Actually, Cody, can I ask you one question? Ask where I should have rolled ice knife at advantage. So can I re-roll that to see if I get double damage on no, this lady? You forgot, dude. Bet. Um. Wait a minute! You forgot something earlier, and you got yeah. Something what to do the with. hell? You're slowing <laughs> my game down, bud. Come on. You're slowing the game down. You freaking lost. It's a okay. it's a saving okay. throw. How are you going to? If I roll critical advantage. damage, 
don't I get? Don't I roll? No, it's it's an it's, it's an attack roll attack. first, and then it's a it, no, it's an attack roll, and then it's a saving throw for the cold damage because he's still making an attack rolls. So his original AC attack was an eighteen against the creature, which does the ten piercing, and then it's a okay. DC that's fine. If I forgot, I'll just do telekinetic. Go ahead. Okay. Telekinetic. You move so her. So you have yeah to right here next to Calamban. Okay. Oh, this bitch is dead. Yeah. So that's where I want her to be. Perfect. Calamban, your turn, bud. What do you do? Fucking kill this bitch for me, please. <laughs> or kill that no, fucking. Ozol thing. is going. Ozol, you're going to gain uh, ten temporary hit points from the Twilight Sanctuary. Max, you I was say, I thought I was gift in the picture. from heaven, bro. Now, if I use the the breath uh, the breath weapon, does it hit both of them? Or is guy they have you to be? You have already used your breath weapon for the day. Oh, okay, that's right. Shit. Just kick the big guy's ass. Yeah. Yeah, kick the big guy's ass, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Just I'm kick gonna, the big guy's ass, bro. I'm gonna use the uh, winter's howl on the uh, big bastard. So that I, I right. click on, I have to click on him, then hit winter's howl. Hey, you mm -hmm. did it. Good job, uh, Mark. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How about it? Three hits and nineteen he would hits. Have, he would have advantage on the attacks because I am just blanking. roll it two more times because you got twenty-three yep. and nineteen. So roll it two more times. Oh, great! Now I gotta go back. Damn it. I got so excited. My bad. You did it, bro. You did it, bro. It did take me 10 Okay. 12. Well, One more time. And, um, and 8. Okay, so wait, you got so 23 first, and 19. First oh, shit. Sorry. Wrong health. Let me fix that. Pull him over. Perfect. Marius. Marius Rodari. Max. What are you gonna do? He's doing. My apologies, I was speaking oh. unmuted. So, first off, uh, Columban would have 11 temporary hit points from the Twilight Sanctuary at the end of his turn. Beginning of my turn. Let's see here. Did Ozol get the hit? Ah, he did. He yes, got I ten did. I got temporary hit. Alright, so cool. Thanks, bro. Uh, Didn't want to forget. Right? Hmm. Right? So, for my action, I am going to uh, swing with my sword at advantage on this guy as it glows with the, the booming blade energy. Uh, I'm assuming a 10 will not hit. 10 will not hit. And then, with my bonus action, I will swing on him with my spiritual weapon. Does a 15 hit? 15 does hit. 15 does 10 points of force damage. Okay. And then, I will stay where I am. I will reroll my temporary hit points. Do not go higher. 
at which point I believe that is all I can do for my turn. Continue Perfect. on. Solas. Fuck this bitch up, Stolas, please. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do my oh, best. I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> don't forget to apply advantage for your rolls. She yeah, is don't very forget. fire. Um it, is that little skull and crossbone thing, uh, that that means she's, like, critical, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, bloodied, I think, is what Bloodied. Uh, critical would be the other one with the hearts with the thing around it. Okay. Uh, what's the definition of critical? Half health. Half health. Okay. So, let's roll this at advantage. Where are you? I was hoping her health would be a lot lower, but unfortunately it is not. Okay, let's blast her away. Holy shit. Uh, those both hit uh, for Christ. a 24 to hit and a 25 to hit. Both hit. Uh, dealing 15 force damage. Bam. She she takes all of that 16 damage. 16 force damage. Uh, yeah, 16 sorry. Force 16 damage. force damage. She takes it, and as your blows hit, the blood from her body slurps off uh, all over Caliban. Um, as that happens, it pauses in the air and rushes towards the blood collar, healing him for 16 points of damage. Wait, what? Well, I don't well, understand what just happened. Can you please explain? You struck her with these bolts of force. <laughs> As it struck her, her body being racked with these concussions, the blood flying off of her, when she took damage, it healed Caravan, the blood caller. Okay, so force damage can heal him if I no, attack her? No, I think blood, her blood healed him. Damage in general, if she is within a certain range of this creature, will heal this giant. Who I should have added is still bloodied. What a douche. Okay. And this bitch ain't dead yet? Oh no. But she is critical. Uh, and did you make those at advantage? Oh yeah, you did. Cool. I did. Thank you. Burn, the Dawnbringer. Do not Let's forget, Burn, you have advantage on your attacks. Don't forget, Burn. Hell yeah. Um, I'm going straight for the big guy again. Nice. So, two horse cutters. Fucking nice, bro. And then I could still do uh, smite or no? You I can you smite twice. More. Okay. I can smite twice? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. why you took two. Okay. 
I was I okay. I I did not explain it well, so just don't. I thought it was one smite, even though I'm attacking twice. But I get it now. Okay. No, it's, it's one, one per, per use. attack. Okay, I'm a dingus. <laughs> True. Right. I've never spoken. Yeah, let me just smite but, this fool but, twice. But you expend spell slots when you use a divine. Right. Okay. So yes. That That's why I was confused because I had four and it went to two, and I was like, "What are you doing?" But I get it now. Okay. Uh, so two d8s. Who's Harold? Three. Three oh, d8s. Fifteen. Get him, Baron. Nice. Twice. Two, so, maybe. Forty. Well, that's if he wants to expend both spell slots. That's up to him. Thirty-two oh, plus thirty-six. I did. Yeah, I was just gonna do it twice. Thirty plus thirty-two is sixty-two points. Well, then you want to roll another three d8s, bud. Oh. Yep. Yay. Well, bam. Jesus. 14, 62 plus 28 so is 90 damage. 30, 50, 58 plus, 58 plus 32 is 90. Yep. Mark, stop clicking. Death's door. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, as you hit him, he releases his legendary action. Uh, I need all creatures. It's at the end of the turn. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Did you have uh, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, I don't believe I can. Okay. Oh, maybe I can run away oh, really no, fast. Oh, no, he's not killing him? No, he's not dead. No. He's knocking on Death's door, though, apparently. He is not going to... Oh, yeah, I got to add Since I'm next to him, he's I, I haven't moved, so I can move or no once I attack him? You can move, but you will definitely get an attack of opportunity. What does that mean? He'll attack it you. It means I... I still get to hit you Even for you moving I, out of range. I could, I could. You are engaged in combat. You could take the disengage action on your turn instead of attacking if you'd like. No, I don't want to disengage. But I was okay. Gonna, I was going to need... do some like, Dark Souls rolls out of here. But this... <laughs> uh, he lets out this terrifying yell and this blast of Eldritch energy erupts from him. Ew. Uh, all creatures within 100 feet and in direct line of sight of the Herald which is this gentleman, the blood caller, take 32 necrotic damage uh, and gain two levels of exhaustion and become permanently blind. The target must succeed a DC 15 charisma saving throw and are not blind and only gain one level of exhaustion. So, so which way be, is he looking? He is looking towards y'all this way. So Marius so, doesn't take anything. Marius does not. Stolas does not take anything. Trundle does, though. That's not even in the direct line of sight. Okay, Motherfucker fine. has googly eyes to the side. <laughs> <laughs> he is massive, and he is looking down on you. So, really, if you think about a hundred. Burn's years, massive, though, so he probably can't even see me behind Burn, to be honest. Oh, yeah, he can. <laughs> Burn, is a, Burn is a total of roughly eight feet tall. <laughs> this creature is 25 feet tall. Oh, shit. I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah. So I need the hag. Um, oh, she takes it, too. Calamban. Yes, she's in direct line of sight. Burn and Ozal to make... Uh, what type of save Charisma is it? saving throws. Charisma. One. Oh, just... Okay, sorry. Uh, I'm going to <laughs> use my advantage or regular... Uh, just my normal. last lucky roll. 
14. Christmas like my worst thing. Burn. 14. Me and Marky Mark have put one four. Oh, there you go. 16. 16. Um, Ozal, you succeed. You take one level of exhaustion. How do I dictate that on the screen? I Can you put a marker on for me? Yeah, I gotta figure out which one it is I forget. Resistance. Exhaustion. One. Uh, Mark, you take two levels of exhaustion and Perfect. are permanently blind. Fuck. Typical. And burn. Same thing, buddy. Two. Exhaustion. So how long am I blind for? The rest of your life, bro. Yep. Yeah, I gotta play the rest of the game blind? Instead of Close your eyes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do I still uh, take 32 damage if I f succeeded? Please say yes. Uh, oh, yes, I forgot. Um, <laughs> Calamban, you take 32 damage. And Burn, you take 32 damage. And this bitch is dead. I, I Can I talk now? Took the damage away from Calamban. No, you cannot talk, bud. Rip hag. Oh, hold on. Let me double check that. What did you say, Mario? old woman considered frightful ugly. I, <laughs> yeah. I already... I already... I already took the damage from Caliban, so you don't need to modify his character sheet. Okay. Uh, Great hot buzz uh, reference Oh, hey, thank you. The effect ends after one minute, even if the hag falls unconscious. So, sorry, buddy. But she did. And you only have nine rounds left. Hey. Uh, okay, okay. That was his legendary action. I will turn to look at Ozol. What the fuck? Wait, you mean Max? Mean? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Marius. Our bro Why do you hate me so much? Yeah. Dude, he's fucking. Oh, 50 I just cent, bro. spent his token so you can see which way he's looking. He's hanging upside down. <laughs> Marius, I will attack you twice. Wait, what? 25 How? and 15. You just did a first one hit me. That was a legendary action, bro. Watch the feathers, okay? okay. You take... What the fuck is that? I've never heard two... of a legendary action. So, yeah. so, some monsters in this game, as we get further along, they have legendary actions to equate for their power, which allows them to at the end of another player's turn, interrupt the initiative order and take some sort of action or ability or or cast a spell. Uh, as we get further along in our adventures, these creatures will get more and more powerful. Max, you take 14 slashing damage. I need a dexterity saving throw from you. I can do that. I see a DC 17 dexterity saving throw. Mm -hmm. That will probably not pass. I make an 11. Okay, you are now grappled. Mm -hmm. 
and if you stay grappled for the next turn, you will take damage. And that is my turn. Ozal. I have a question. Mm-hmm. If he's 25 feet tall, correct? Mm-hmm. If I ice knife him at 25, like he's at the now top. talking. Will no one else, because he's so tall, do be uh, uh, subject to the five feet of cold damage? Or five feet radius of cold damage if Ozo. I hit him so high? Yes. You are correct. Hey, there oh, we go. man, I could have done that earlier. I will use... Hold on, because so, so much was going on, by the way. Uh, yes, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you, but Burn would have gotten six temporary hit points at the end of his turn. Oh. Uh, after taking the 32 points of necrotic damage. You forgot to take uh, some of your temporary hit points away from the 32 points of necrotic damage you took. Yeah, now. so I would have had 12, and then... Or those six points are old. So they don't the stack. The six points are, you... are new. They oh. don't stack. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, you would have... You took 32 so... points of necrotic. Yeah. And then now you're getting six more at the end of your turn because it replaced the ones that you lost. Okay. So in whatever your temporary hit points were before, which I think was probably six or whatever, right, or 12 or what have you. Before. Yeah. So heal yourself six points. Go up to 20. Okay. All right. Ooh, I also need uh, to provide you a constitution saving throw for maintaining concentration on the fairy fire. Oh, um, there are no creatures currently that are alive under the spell's effect. The whole room, the whole room that uh, Stolas is in, is glowing with purple because it's all objects. <laughs> oh yes, I am so sorry. Yes, is Caven under that sorry, effect or no? He is not. He was down the stairs. Nice twenty-one. Okay, I'm gonna ice knife him. That would have been an, an eight, but I'm done. Sorry. Towards the oh, top of his head. Okay. And I rolled a 28. That hits. For one piercing and seven cold damage. How would you like to kill this creature? FYI. Yes! Yes! Nice. Oh, I point my spear towards, or uh, staff towards him, and with blood gurgling in my mouth, my eyes turn blue, and eye shards fling from the tip of my crystal and fucking explode his face. Nice. I don't think Zach should be allowed to do that. He can't. It pierces him in the back of his head as oh, the, yeah, the back cold of his head, yeah. spreads. Yep. And uh, Marius, all you see as you're looking up at this creature after he's hit you, uh, or as he's grappling you, is his head just cave outward towards you as the shard of ice is plunged through it. Blood and ichor go everywhere. All over the ground, all over the floor, as he begins to shrink. I need you, that Marius. Is uh, he, thankfully, does not fall on top of you, but rather reverts back to the size of a normal man and falls dead to the ground, his head bleeding open. The spear in his hand that he was holding to attack with drops to the ground. I'm and a loose body. Is our session. Ah, oh, what the fuck? I wanted to loot his body. You can loot it next time. Wow, Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna step outside here and ask everybody what I miss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I killed him. <laughs> well, Burn and Callum down are blind. 
They are yeah. permanently blind. Shit. Wait, 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 wait. Still lost. Ask a question again. <laughs> what I miss? Who was that? <laughs> Do you still look like a twig blight? Uh, yeah, I guess I never dropped that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Can't see you anyway. Uh, and Ozal cannot speak. Well, for like a minute. <laughs> Came out to uh, a shit show. Not long enough. Thank How you for <laughs> tuning in to our episode of Live and Let's Dice as we finished up the winery. Wow, very interesting night tonight. Good job, boys and girls. Lovely. Did we get to level up? Yeah, it got really no. interesting. Yeah, we yeah. killed two big ass creatures. I'm sorry. I died. <laughs> 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 or I was uh, unconscious, rather. Maybe post Yester Hill you can level up. We'll see. Thank you guys <laughs> for watching. For those that tuned in to episode, what is this, 10, 11 of Live and Let Dice. Oh, let's die. Oh.